At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Le'Veon Bell as a Pittsburgh Steeler for all intents and purposes. Finito. Done. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit 
Geico.com for a free rate quote. Here we are, back at it again. And uh, Later on, we will be offering a peace offering. I will have more on that coming up here in a few minutes. But we begin with the big story, and the, the big story often is the NFL. And there's basketball drama. This is a good day to do sports talk radio. This is a really good day to do what I do. Some days you come in here and you're putting lipstick on a pig and you're spraying, you're spraying body spray. You're putting that, that, that deodorant, that spray on deodorant, like on the backside of an elephant is what you're doing. But these are the days you like coming in. A little pep in my step. I had my like LeVar Ball pimp walk going on, my, my Vince McMahon WWE walk when I came in here. Uh, but if you had Le'Veon Bell reporting to the Steelers at the 11th hour, you are a loser. You are a loser. He left Miami to go play pickup basketball at the L.A. Fitness loser. in Pittsburgh, and he decided, you know what? I don't need to play football. I don't need to do this. Why would I want to play professional football? Don't want to do it? He didn't show up to work by the deadline. He said, that's it. He wouldn't show up. So, meaning uh, he will not be allowed to play this season. But the main part of this story is the money. It's always about the money. Follow the money. And he ends up leaving Le'Veon Bell $6.8 million. That's what was left on the franchise tag. And that is gone. That is, that's away. All right. So, let's talk about it. Now, the question, does this make sense? For Le'Veon Bell. Absolutely not. In fact, it's the opposite. It's the stupidest thing you could have done. Le'Veon Bell did the thing you should not do. He did it. I'm I'm amazed that we're at this point. Now, my thoughts, you've got peer pressure, cat and mouse, and the Buddha diet. And we will combine those things. We'll mix them all together. Uh, Now, number one. Some people are trying to sugarcoat things, right? Make no mistake. Let there be no mistake here that the now former Steeler running back, this is a like an idiot test. He failed. He he gets an F minus on the idiot test. Lavar Lavar Lavon Le'Veon Bell has managed to essentially flush. $14.5 million. So I, I mentioned LeVar Ball pimp walk. I got that in my head. Uh, but Le'Veon Bell, $14.5 million down the toilet. And in what world does this seem logical? Now, I'm not the brightest guy in the world. I'm doing overnight radio. So I'm, if I was good, I'd be on when the sun was up. But this has turned out to be a complete boondoggle. Le'Veon Bell is getting some horrifically bad economic advice. We've said it before. It certainly needs to be repeated here. Is his inner circle, does it include Charles Ponzi and Bernie Madoff? Are they the ones advising Le'Veon Bell? Is his accounting firm Arthur Anderson? Shout out Enron. Now, there's an expression that applies to the Le'Veon Bell case, and it goes back to the mid-1500s. And it rings true today, just like it rang true back in the 1500s. A fool and his money are soon parted. You probably heard that before, right? 
A fool and his money are soon pardoned. In this particular case, the fool would be the running back. He's a running back. No, he's not. He's not a running back. He's not playing football. He's not a running back. But my goodness, right? What what are you doing here? And now he's been parted from $14.5 million out the window. Now, the second thing, my theory on this is that Le'Veon Bell never intended to sit out the entire season. Let me make my elevator pitch. Originally, he was only going to miss a game or two to send a message. I'm going to send a message. I'm Le'Veon effing Bell. I'm going to send you a message. So why did Le'Veon Bell then have a change of heart and not actually show up at all? My theory is peer pressure. That's my theory. Someone or some group of people got into Le'Veon Bell's head and influenced his thinking, causing him to commit short-term and possibly long-term financial suicide. Who in their right mind says, you know what, I'm going to leave $6.8 million on the table. Forget the $14.5 million, the $6.8 million. This is the the definition of when a cat and mouse game goes bad. Le'Veon Bell was fed a bunch of rhetoric. Who? From who? Well, that's up for debate. Uh, He was going to be a hero, a champion for all NFL players, doing what's right for his fellow running backs, standing up for the little guy against the big, bad owners. It's all great to post that on Instagram or to put something on Twitter or Facebook, it's all kind of cool. You say, oh, that sounds good, man. Wow, it's good. It's also not true. Nothing is going to change. Le'Veon Bell is the exception to the rule, right? It's going to take a prolonged work stoppage to get anything done, and even then the owners are going to have the bigger war chest. All that has happened here, all that's happened with Bell is millions of dollars of his money that has his name on it in his prime earning years, have gone away. Hocus pocus, presto, abracadabra, voila, whatever magic words you want to use, he's made this money vanish. It's gone. A sleight of hand by not signing a tender. Now, we've seen this from time to time before in the NFL. It's not new, but the amount of money makes it unique. John Riggins, way back you know, 40 years ago, the old Redskin running back, John Riggins, was in a financial dispute with the Redskins and their Hall of Fame coach, Joe Gibbs. He pouted. He partied. He had a great time. He sat out a year. I think it was in the early 80s. And then he came back to the Redskins. And when he came back to the Redskins, he said the reason he came back was because he was bored and broke. And that's why he came back. Those are the reasons he came back to football. Now, the last thing here, we'll hear from Mike Tomlin in a moment, but now, not only, now I've got my theory, as I said, I, I laid my theory out that this was peer pressure and that Le'Veon Bell was not going to sit out the whole year when this started, and now he's been encouraged by bad influences to sit out the year. The deep state is in on this, right? The deep state says that Le'Veon Bell could not sign. Right? The, if you want to go full-on, old-school, Art Bell-type radio, right, conspiracy radio, Le'Veon Bell could not sign. Now, why could Le'Veon Bell not sign? 
because that $14.5 million salary would have been voided. The $6.8 million would have been voided, or at least a big chunk of it, because shortly after signing, he would have been handed a plastic cup. What's in the cup? What's in the cup? Well, <laughs> let's use some Mallard math on this. So Le'Veon Bell has been living in South Florida, partying in Miami. Miami, Miami, Miami. Smack dab. One of the great party cities in the planet, right? Miami. South Beach. Is it fair to say, based on the fact we know that Le'Veon Bell in the past did not realize you could get a driving under the influence on weed, is it fair to think that Le'Veon Bell was enjoying the local culture in South Florida and he was riding jet skis with beautiful people in bikinis and enjoying the nightlife in Miami and partaking in a, shall we say, some alternative medicine, uh, possibly, right? A little pharmaceutical fun, the Buddha diet of pharmaceuticals, if you will. And when you get back, you sign that NFL contract. What's in the cup? Well, that's not good, right? That's a death sentence when the NFL urine police collect your sample and send it in. Bunch of hookers and cocaine. So that's the deep state. That's not my theory. That's the deep state, right? That his agents clearly realizing that he would have failed the drug test anyway. Imagine that scene. That would have trumped Des Bryant signing a contract and then not even playing a game, getting the Achilles, signing the franchise tender, and then not even getting the money, uh, not because you didn't sign the contract, because you ended up just partying too much. You got to think somebody around Bell told him, hey, you know, you can't do this. Or, or what if they gave him an independent test and he failed the drug test? That, that's full conspiracy. So while he cleans out his system, sobers up, if you will, if that's true, he has cost himself a whole lot of money. And it's a noble fight for the little guys. At least that's what he's doing. He's trying to position it as a, a noble fight for the little guys. Let's hear from Mike Tomlin. And uh, this was, I believe, before the announcement, right? Tomlin uh, spoke to the media before 4 p.m. Eastern time. But here's Tomlin talking about bringing back. You hear the question, bringing back, Bill. You hear the question, the answer. Did you have to spend any time as a coaching staff figuring out how, if Le'Veon did arrive, how you would work him back into your offense? And no. And what role you would use him? No, because that is a waste of time. Uh, we've been focusing on the variables that are within our control, and that's the people that are here working. And uh, But I've stated that. Um, to you guys, I think you guys don't believe that I mean it. I do. I don't believe you. I think he's lying. People are human. Right? You talk, so we, we've all, we work here. People gossip all the time. But we're off the air. We're gossiping about what's going on. This person's leaving. This person's coming. This is just human nature. So why would it be any different in an NFL locker room? Of course they're gossiping. Come on, you think a bunch of dopes. Uh, here's more from Mike Tomlin. And he talks about the future. Is Le'Veon, you know, if he doesn't show up today, does he have a future on the future team he coach? Man, I hadn't thought about that one iota. Again, I'm focused on the guys that are here, man. We got enough challenges that are significant in terms of meeting the things that we need to meet this week in terms of getting a win. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean, listen, 95% of Mike Tomlin's workload could be worried about the next game for the Steelers. That doesn't mean the other 5% somewhere mixed in. He's like, what a moron this guy is. Can you believe $14.5 million? Who would do that? What kind of person does that? $14.5 million. 
That's generational money. Who does that? Right, one more from Mike Tomlin. Just to sum up this again, he said this before Tomlin didn't show up, but you had to have a pretty good idea that Levy or before Le'Veon Bell didn't show up. But Tomlin's speaking here, talking about the situation. I have no reaction. I've told you guys, and I've told you guys consistently, a reaction comes from me if and when he walks in the door. Until that happens, I'm business as usual, focused on those that are here and working, and appropriately so. That way I don't waste my time and theirs. What about if he never walks in the door? So be it. What is he, a robot? <laughs> Come on. I'm a robot. Yeah. No, you're not. All right, it's the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie. Judas, solid gold, blah, 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 Garcia. So what? the bigger yes. picture yes. of this, yes, right, the players agreed that, although they didn't like it, that teams could use the franchise tag on players, right? They, they signed off on well, that. That was before Le'Veon Bell was in the NFL, though. You would agree, well, right? it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it still applies to him. How do... How does this work going forward? If player, I mean, I, I know it's extreme that a player would sit out a whole year and forfeit all that money, but how do they allow this to happen? How do they allow a player well, to just? You're not a prisoner. You're not like in jail. You don't have to play. There's in you know, the NFL. They guys don't want to play. They can join, you know, the working class. How about that? Get a real job. Okay, but I assume he's going to come back and try and play next oh, season. Absolutely. So, yeah. oh, imagine the antics when he comes back. The greatness of the Raiders. He could be a Raider. It's reasonable to think that John Gruden would want to bring Le'Veon Bell to the Bay Area, at least for a brief period before they moved to Vegas. Smart move. Yeah, that would be a tremendous move on his one, part. One thing the Raiders – He his, and Martavis Bryant back together. Well, yeah, if you look at the Raiders – Fantastic combination. If you look at the Raiders, <laughs> the Raiders' history of bringing big-name free agents, it always works yeah, out. Yeah, it always does. Yes. Never difficult at all. <laughs> no, no, no. No problems with those big names that come to the Bay Area. So do the Steelers get some sort of compensation? I believe they the will league? get a draft pick as oh, compensation okay. for losing Le'Veon Bell. The other argument is, which is interesting, since he this is his second year tag, he never signed it. Does that mean he doesn't accrue another year of service? Right, right. Does that mean they can technically tag him as a second year, is the second franchise yeah, tag? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I don't know. Because you're right, you're right. How does he get credit for a year of service he when doesn't. he doesn't play? He doesn't get credit. It's just, it's just great. You sound bothered, Eddie. Now, did you see, Eddie, I, I sent you the video. I'm not there bothered. Were, there was a Pittsburgh TV station, KDKA yeah, in Pittsburgh. I yeah. At first, I'm like, what am I looking at here? Yeah, it's yeah. a fence. I, what saw, we... I saw that. I had to send that out to 24-hour fence cam. Yeah, they had a camera. First, it was a commercial, though. I was like, Well, yeah, because they were trying to make some bucks. But they had a camera outside the Steeler facility. It was Le'Veon cam. And they were monitoring the cars driving by. That was so dumb. It was it was so great though. There was like a thousand people watching a stream of traffic going by a street outside the Steeler practice facility. And I was like, I was getting excited. I was like, is the next car going to be a police car, a construction truck? Is it going to be a I regular was, sedan? I was waiting for Antonio Brown's Porsche to go flying by. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. <laughs> but I was trying to guess, like, what's the next car that's going to pop up through that little intersection down the block? And I was trying to guess. It was fun. It was there was something captivating about it. Just a camera showing cars going by, people living their lives in Pittsburgh. It was so unique. It was so different. I liked it. I'm into it. It was pretty pretty cool. Now I would like you all to apologize. I want you, Eddie, to apologize. I want <laughs> I want Roberto to apologize. I want Koopa Loop apologize? to apologize because I was ahead yet again. 
as a distant relative of the great Nostradamus. Oh, yeah, we won't I bring was, up all the times you've been wrong. I with your was ahead of the curve on this, Eddie. I did four hours of coverage on the Warrior Clipper game. I knew that was the story. I knew that was a major thing. That would have Allura. And well, you sure were talking enough, about the Clippers. No, no, I no mentioned. Talking about the Clippers. No, 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 no one's talking about the Clippers. No, I mentioned. They're talking about the Warriors. No, no, the team I, that lost is the I, story. No, the reason the Warriors imploded is because of the Clippers. They're the driving force behind this. Well, and I mentioned the I, infighting. I, here's, here's what I would agree with you on. If I had lost to the Clippers – I would want to be angry and yell at someone too, because that would be so well, embarrassing that uh, I would get in someone's face, and that's what Draymond you're, Green you're did with guy, Kevin Eddie. Durant. You have not watched basketball since short shorts. You have not. Uh, you're busy curdling cheese while basketball. They were, they were medium-sized shorts when yeah. I watched. All right, whatever. Uh, listen, the point is, we did four hours in that game. People were saying, "Oh, Maller, you don't. Know, why are you talking about that? Nobody cares." That was the story. Everyone's talking about that story today. We talked about it last night. We were at, we mentioned the Draymond Kevin Durant brouhaha. We got into that. Anyway, we'll take some phone calls. If you would like to be part, the number and Coop's very happy because the phone system was down earlier, and he would have actually had to work, but they fixed it. So that's <laughs> he the loves good. talking to the people. What are you talking? Well, about? Well, no, he would have still talked to the people, but he would have had. It was like another layer that, like the middle person which is a computer, was down. I would so. have had to run notes into Ben yeah. with oh, the names that would have of been the call. Fantastic. That's old school radio right there. <laughs> yeah, that would have been delightful. <laughs> Coop would have absolutely. Can you imagine Koopaloop? Oh, my God. Just been, divide. Oh. Uh, for Koopaloop to come in here and uh, just. Oh. Would he like hold up signs he, through he, the glass he might, have, he might have quit. No, I think what he would have done is like, let's use just G Talk or something like that. I, I was just going to say, I would have gone out and purchased a new computer for the studio before doing that. <laughs> All right, we'll take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Blow me up, Rocky Roberto. Also, a member of the Maller Militia went, you know how you can take the high road, you can take the low road? Uh, A member of the militia went very low. It's militia on militia crime. We will get to the bottom of that. Quite the story, and we will do it next. This is a wild one. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. So we have... Maller Militia on Maller Militia crime here, Eddie. Uh-oh. It has happened before. Yeah. Who, been... who are our latest combatants? Okay. Uh, we, we start with Weed Man Hippie. I've got a guess, but yeah, go ahead. All right. Weed Man Hippie is one. Uh, he's one half of this equation. And the other half is a caller named Mr. Wonderful. I'm familiar with both of them. Yeah. I, I was going to go Blind Scott. I, I've got to tell you, I didn't think it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, I was going to uh, say Blind Scott, yeah. too. Yeah, Mr. Wonderful is the guy from Ohio that had dirt, like, on Ohio State. Yep. The, yeah, he's the guy that mm-hmm. he's family's boosters at Ohio State. So so I'm doing the moonlighting gig in Boston, right? I'm minding my own business, Eddie. I'm talking about the issues of the day, uh, doing a little extra radio on the side, make a couple extra bucks, right? So it's the only way to get more money. I work on the side. So I'm doing the thing, doing my show, and Weed Man calls up. And he's got, like, he's something he really wants to tell me. Like, he's really, really wants to talk to me. And then Weed Man's like, give me the whole rap. It's like, call me after the show. 
Well, my work day doesn't end for many hours. I, you know, I can't really call him right away. He really wants to tell me something. So then he says the fateful words, Eddie. You're only on in Boston. No one's listening anyway. It's, I can't say this on the national show, so I'll just say it here. That's <laughs> think. Thanks. Yeah, that's what he said. He, oh, no. He then gave some vague details about our friend Mike, who's been very kind, very nice. You can talk about going above and beyond the Call of Duty. Mike, the big Lions fan who has allowed Weed Man to stay at his house. He's such a big fan of the show. Uh, he, he wanted to open his home to Weed Man Hippie, something that no one would advise is a good idea, something that no one would say is a good idea. And so sure enough, sure enough, uh, Weed Man uh, tells, the, tells the story. And then the, the greatest thing about all of this is a few minutes after Weed Man gets off the air, and it was near the end of the Boston show, so this is not that long ago, maybe like 90, 95 minutes ago or so, uh, maybe longer. Weedman uh, gets off the air. The sh- that show ends, and Mister Wonderful sends out a tweet tagging the guy that Weedman was st- the, the, the guy that let Weedman stay at his house, tagging him in the post, Eddie, because Weedman talked about uh, you know, just you know the relationship between uh, that guy and his wife and all that on the air, and. <laughs> And Mr. Wonderful said, well, I'm listening in Ohio. And then a bunch of other people chimed in saying, I'm listening in Denver or wherever they were listening. And uh, so Michael, the the guy that's, you know, dumb, dumb truck, the great Michael, uh, he said, I walked out the door for work, which he knows nothing about, Michael said. And I said, don't talk about me or my wife and don't burn the house down. He's one for two. (laughs) 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 Now, there are rumors, there are whispers that this could be the end, that Weed Man might be evicted from his, it hasn't even been a week. Yeah, I was going to ask you what the over-under was for how long this was going to last. I thought about a week would be pushing Uh, it. it, 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 Michael is going to have to be Mother Teresa. He's going to have to be Mother Teresa for this to go on uh, for longer than than tonight. This could be it. I mean, this could be the last night. Weedman is going to be back homeless in Miami. We'll check in with Weedman Hippie. The soap opera does not end. We'll check in with him coming up here momentarily. We'll get to that from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. But right now, Eddie Garcia to give you the latest. Eddie. Uh, ben, we'll start with a light night in the NBA. The Warriors knock off the Hawks 110 to 103. They win without the injured Steph Curry and the suspended Draymond Green. Green suspended for one game without pay following a locker room confrontation with teammate Kevin Durant after Monday's loss to the L.A. Clippers. Kevin Durant did play. He had 29 points as Golden State improves to 12-3. Rockets beat the Nuggets in Denver 109-99. After starting the year 9-1, Denver's now dropped four in a row, and the Cavaliers take care of the Hornets 113-89. Oh, it's embarrassing for the Nuggets. Uh, yeah, that uh, that's fast start, not uh, yeah. not continuing there. Uh, news from the NFL: The league is moving. Monday's showdown between the nine and one Kansas City Chiefs and the nine and one LA Rams from Mexico City to Los Angeles because of poor field conditions at Azteca Stadium. Standout running back Le'Veon Bell fell to report to the Pittsburgh Steelers on Tuesday to sign his franchise tag, meaning he will miss the entire season, forfeiting fourteen point five million dollars. I do not disagree one bit. Major League Baseball, Bob Melvin of the Oakland A's was named the American League Manager of the Year. Yawn. And Brian Snitker of the Atlanta Snitker. Braves 
Snitker? Snitker? Snitker. Snitker. It's like Snickers, but there's extra letters right. in there. Yeah. Sure. Uh, he is the uh, National League Manager of the Year. Could you pick him out of a police lineup? No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I exactly. think I could pick Bob Melvin out, though, if that means anything to you. Uh, this report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. You were going to say something, Ben, about uh, well, picking up Bob Melvin out well, of a lineup? Yeah, some some guy was trying to defend on the the other show was trying to defend uh, Alex Korish that he should be manager of the year. I was like, yeah. who's this Bob Melvin? I've never heard of him. He's been managing for like fifteen years, off and on, right? Yeah, he he's he's been around multiple sure. teams. Yeah. He's been all over. It's like okay, you still know who he is. Uh, so let's get back to our show soap opera. We got sure. a lot of soap operas here. So we we left off from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where fifteen minutes could save you. 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. When we left off here, uh, we had told you that our friend Weedman Hippie had said the thing he wasn't supposed to say at the time he wasn't supposed to say it on uh, the Moonlighting gig, which then spilled over because Mr. Wonderful, all these P1s follow me around, and these guys are listening. They're you know, fans of the show. They want to hear when I'm on, and so they're listening and so they then, Mr. Wonderful, who was, I said cold-blooded, I don't think that's strong enough. I think you got to go further. Mr. Wonderful then you know, goes after Weedman, just mentions the story about how he's listening because Weedman thought no one was listening outside of, like, suburban Boston. And so now here's where we are. Let's go now to Weedman Hippie. Uh, let's find out the latest here. We go to somewhere in Florida, and Weedman Hippie is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Weedman. Man, this isn't funny. Mike called me. Tag my stuff. I got to get out right now. He might kill me. What did you say? He told me that you direct tweeted him. What no, did you no, say? No, I did not. I didn't hurt him. I love him. Mike, no, no, I love you. Uh, You're the most uh, beautiful. Uh, Come on, Ben. What's well, going well, on? I did, ben. I did not know. I didn't, I didn't direct tweet uh, Michael. That's number one. Okay, let's put the kibosh on that. I didn't do that. Mike man. thinks I blew up. Come on. Mike, I love you, man. You're the greatest, you're the greatest human being. You're the kindest human being. Yeah. Now you want to kill me? No, I didn't I'm- have any. Come on, man. I didn't say anything I wasn't. Come on. I'm, what did I say, Ben? What's so terrible? I just, I'm very <laughs> grateful. Yo, Ben, peace, come on. Peace and quiet. That's all I'm about. Peace and quiet, right? <laughs> Come on, Ben. What do you? I have nothing to do with this. Are you ben, called? You called you in. Did I did not. No, 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 no. Don't, uh, no, don't do me like that. I didn't do this ben. at all. I was minding my own business, weed man. You brought this up. I didn't know anything about all this. I don't know anything about your situation other than what you've told me. You brought this up out of left field. Well, Ben, I'm Jesus. Wow! I'm in a spot. Thank you, My Jesus. Well, why don't you just apologize and say it won't happen I again? Did. He's going to kill me. He's not going to kill me. He's a big, strong guy. I'm 140 pounds. This guy's going to kill me. He's not going to kill me. Out of my, he might chop me up and bury me in the backyard. <laughs> All right, that's a drop. Uh, no, no, I, I, we man, I, I, I don't think you have to worry about this. We, I, I think he's. I, I don't. I, Michael seems like a very nice guy. He sent me some emails and stuff. I, he seems like a good guy. I don't know. You, listen, you, you shouldn't have done this, weed man. It's a bad job by you. What? 
I'm just expressing myself. What did I do? I love you. I love Mike. You all guys right. are saving my I'm, life. Uh, all right. Uh, that's great. That's wonderful. But, but he doesn't care. He just didn't want me to say anything. I don't think I said that much. All right. We're ready. We're what? We're running in circles here. Listen, it's up to yeah, you. You've got to apologize. It's up to Mike whether he wants to accept the apology. Or he I wants to... sincerely apologize for something I didn't do terrible. What did I didn't. I love you. I love everybody. I'm just trying to survive this. All right. But you, you will admit, Weedman, you're a little naive. Like, you think that you don't understand Man, how radio. I'm stupid. It... I am stupid. Okay, all right. Yes. And I think we're in Boston. Only Boston people are listening. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And I've tried to tell you, and I've told you this many times, right? Have I not told you that there's, and when you're on the radio, there's people listening locally, and there's people all over the country, wherever you do radio now. It's uh, because of the internet, you're broadcast all over the place. It's not just a, a local audience, it's a national audience. We are so damn popular. Oh, my God. <laughs> damn, man. I'm I don't believe people w- w- listen. you around Boston. Jesus. Well, you do. Why would they? Yeah. Right, listen, Weedman, listen, okay? Calm down. You got to apologize. It's not. It's out of your control. All you can do is apologize. Mike seems like a good guy. I mean, he's gone above and beyond the call of duty here to to bring you into his house, and it's up to him whether he wants to accept it. If not, you'll we'll, we'll have to figure something else out. Okay. I'm so grateful. I love Mike. I'm grateful to him. I love him. All right. Well, I that's love great. Him. Well, I love te- this well, man. Well, tell him to his face. Don't tell him on the You're phone. Here. Tell, tell him to his face. All right. Before he opens the door and kills me? He's not going to kill you, Weed Man. You don't know that, Ben. I'm relatively confident that that's not going to You don't know. If you feel your life's in danger, Weed Man, then leave. Don't wait for him and just go. Lisa is on. Lisa's on. Hey, Lisa, here we go. He only gets better. Hi, Lisa. Lisa. Hey, Lisa, can Weed Man go stay with you? No, oh, she's not going to say no. that. She doesn't want. No, no. She doesn't want. She does not want to be involved in your, in this. No, no, no I'm I'm not. Not. I don't want to be involved in this either. We. <laughs> How did I get dragged into this? How am I part of this? You just. I was again minding my own business. I'm breaking down Tom Brady's jock strap, and you're you're interrupting. How dare you? The magic radio box. Yeah, well, the magic radio box blew up in your face. Okay. Jesus. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Put him back on hold there to figure out what's going on. <laughs> oh, this is uh, oh man, this weed man guy. It's, uh, unreal. Yeah, why doesn't he go? Why doesn't he go live with Lisa? Yeah, I, like, think, we, I think we know the answer to that. Well, you know, Lisa's she wants a phone relationship. She doesn't want like the oh, oh, as, as, as we all do. We're... Yeah, yeah, we have that. We have that going on. <laughs> that... My Cuban neighbor in a wheelchair gives me weed. Not anymore. Well, you can go back. Why don't you stay with your Cuban neighbor you go. in a wheelchair that has the weed? See, that's what you can do, weed man. <laughs> uh, the famous last words. Ah, no one's listening. That's the... Who is that, Shirley? I used to have a program director when I first got into radio, and he would tell me, he said, if you, if you think no one's listening, Say something either inappropriate or make a, make a mistake. You'll find yeah. out how many people are listening. It's kind of like the internet, right? They, they say on the internet, if you want to, rather than using Google, if you want to get to the, if you want to get the answer to something, give the wrong answer. People love to correct other people. They love it. It's part of human nature. Like you see somebody make a mistake, you're like, ah, I'm gonna correct that person's mistake. 
I'm going to clean up their work because I'm smarter than them. So, all right, we'll press on. Time now for the Who Am I game. We've got the NBA Pick'em coming up moments. So there's a stock. If he, Coop, if he didn't bring food, get that guy out of the studio. If there's not food, he's out of the studio. There's, there's McDoubles. Mcdouble. I'm not eating that crap. What are you talking? What are you talking about? All right, well, press on. Here's the Who Am I game. I'm the only that is food though. Yeah, you have fun. He probably licked it all or something like that. All right, here's the Who Am I game. I'm the only quarterback in NFL history to win 100 plus starts and lose 100 plus starts for the same team. Again, the only quarterback in the history of pro football to win 100 plus starts and to lose 100 plus starts. For the same team, who am I? The answer, next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Go, King Eddie. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, here's the Who Am I game. I am the only quarterback in NFL history to win 100-plus starts and to lose 100-plus starts for the same team. Who am I? Jay Scoop is going with Rick Meyer as the answer. Gumby Dave, Philly Rob, Garrett. Let's see here. Who else do we have? Uh, George, a number of people. Matt and Reseda uh, all got this right. number of people did. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rod is going. Uh, who is Weedman's corner? <laughs> that's not. That's not good. Timmy Chang from Just Josh. Billy Volick tossed out by Big Lou in the LBC. Frank Fran Tarkington. Not Frank Fran Tarkington uh, from uh, who? Who put that out there? Let's see. Uh, Andrew Siciliano's uh, ears from James. That's not nice, James. Come on, he's part of the Fox <laughs> Alumni Association. Uh, Rob in Minnesota sent out the Fran Tarkington. Dan Fouts from Bruce. Palm Desert Rat got it right. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Yes, the answer is Peter Tom Willis. The great Peter Tom Willis. Is it Peter Tom Willis? Uh, No. The correct answer, Elijah Manning of the New York Football Giants. Eli Manning, 113 wins, 110 career losses. And I really just did that to goof on Matt on the Cape. Uh, who is an Eli Manning sycophant, and I'm sick and tired of his shtickala. So any negative Elijah Manning stat, I love to bring up. I love it, love it. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, my (laughs) tookus. Lavelle, actually, he went with Jim Zorn, not Jim Zorn. That's that's not a terrible guess. All right, so a a lot of drama here with Weed Man. I feel like more people want to talk about Weed Man than Le'Veon Bell. That's a bad sign, but let's go to Matt who's in SoCal, and Matt is next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Matt. Uh, hey there, Big Ben. Yeah, I, I am calling about Weed Man because uh, I, I can't quite figure it out. You put, put Weed Man on, and, and he's talking about Boston and, and all this nonsense. Yeah, well, let me, let me explain. So, so I put Weed Man on. I do this other show. I moonlight for uh, WEI in Boston. So I put Weed Man on the show. He's then telling me about some drama. He's at the house he's staying at with Mike, and and he's in the middle of the situation. And he's like with Mike and his family, and he's he's going to. I don't want to bring it up here per se, but he got into some some kind of tiptoeing around some personal stuff, Matt, that he shouldn't well, have said. I mean, I mean, it seems like fascinating radio, 
but uh, but I, I think you you know you got to get away from the polarizing uh, callers like Weed Man and uh, and Real Talk and, yeah. and go for more level headed people. So you would I like think that's what your listeners want, Big Ben. Do you, I, mean, I, you, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe. So do you, you think know? we should try to get like zombies, like bo- really cringeworthy, boring callers to call? You think that would make the show better? <laughs> I mean, you know, you've got the you've got the track record, big man. I do. So I, don't, I, don't I know do. What to tell you. Yes. Uh, well, normally yeah, these yeah. people die off, and then new callers come in. That's normally how it works. Uh, but it, I, I feel like it's very laborious. I, I like these these uh, create you know these characters that we have. We have characters on the show. You know, you don't like. Yeah, them. I, I I mean you know that's the Maller militia for you, and, yeah. and I'm proud to be a member. So. I don't know what so else. What's what's your problem? Like you must have an illness if you're a member of the Maller Militia. What's your, what's your problem? Insomnia, classic. Classic uh, insomnia. You know, chronic. I understand. Well, yeah. This show yeah. usually cures that. You know, usually <laughs> we cure your insomnia. Give us a couple of weeks, we'll cure your insomnia. Uh, we'll I'll f- let you know in thirty minutes. Okay? All right. I'm sure you'll be sleeping. Thank you, Matt. All right. Try the podcast. Thank you. Download that podcast. Available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, wherever. Uh, Real Martin says, uh, Maller, I think that Le'Veon Bell should take a look in the mirror and try to be a better, smarter version of himself. That'll help. So the uh, the Real Martin. Thank you for that. Uh, we had Danny in Nashville was in here. Is he gone? He left, right? Yeah, yeah he left. So it was quite a like, hit-and-run situation. Danny's one of our guys in Nashville, and he's in. He learned his lesson from his last appearance. He did bring some food, but did you eat any of the food, Eddie? No. Coop? Well, come on. Yeah, I had a couple of bites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roberto. No, I haven't eaten anything yet. I'm I'm probably gonna abstain. You don't like you don't like what he brought, Big Ben? Nah, I love that place. No, I like that place, but I'm just kinda, you know, kinda I I'm with you, Ben. I, I overdid it a little this weekend and you know, I overdid it a little oh, this yeah. weekend. I just wanna <laughs> no. I I will have some cheat meals every once in a while. I don't think that's a good cheat meal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand them. Yeah, some cold, cold fast food burgers. Not that they're bad, but just not what I'm looking for. So, all right, let's get to it right now. Here we go. It's time for the NBA Pick'em Daily Fantasy. This is basketball. We did hockey yesterday. So let's find out the order here. You changed the order, Coop? I feel like you've changed the order here. I did. I miscalculated Bad job by you. All right. Well, guess who benefited from your miscalculation? <laughs> that would be me. I was the winner by half a point. It was close. Wow. R- Roberto, he picked a player that didn't play, and that killed him. <sighs> I want to point out, who finished in last place on the hockey puckum? <laughs> that would be Eddie Garcia. Oh, Mr. Hockey. Okay. But, I won, but I won the NBA pick'em, so. Yeah, you're going to lose this. Uh, Goob, you have the first pick. Hurry up. Chop, chop, chop. I'm going to go with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, the Greek freak. The first pick. Roberto. I will go with Anthony Davis. Wow. That's a bad pick. It's jo- a great pick. Joel Embiid. That's a good pick. He's not playing. Eddie. <laughs> Shut up. I'll go with uh, Hassan Whiteside and right. Carl Anthony Towns. The board has held Andre ah, Drummond. Ah. Woo! Roberto, hurry up. We got to go. LeBron James. No. Pick. Coop, hurry up. Rudy Gobert. One more. And, One uh, more. Uh, hurry up. Damian Lillard. Roberto. Russell Westbrook. LaMarcus Aldridge. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What happens when you lose to the Clippers doesn't stay at Staples Center. It has tentacles in the Golden State Warriors. Carumbling! Carumbling! Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. A heartbreaking loss to the upstart Los Angeles Clippers. We mentioned this a lot on the show Monday night into Tuesday, that the Warriors were losing their composure. They were unraveling in front of our eyes. It turns out we were not blowing smoke. Yet again, my instincts were correct. I chose not to listen to my staff that encouraged me not to talk about this game. I did the right thing. And if you've not been following along, Golden State played without Draymond Green. In their game Tuesday night, they were able to win without Draymond Green. The reason Draymond Green was not on the court against Atlanta, was he hurt? No. Was there a family emergency? No. Was he protesting social justice? No. Uh, Draymond Green was suspended by the Golden State Warriors for conduct detrimental to the team. And it happened in on-the-court fashion. It started there with a heated exchange with Kevin Durant during Monday night's overtime loss to the Clippers, the upstart blue-collar Clippers in that game on Monday night. Now, a very public confrontation on the court spilled into the Warrior locker room, according to those that hype up the drama. Some teammates were involved in this, loudly confronting Draymond Green for his rather shaky decision-making on the final play of regulation. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, rather than pass the ball to Kevin Durant, Draymond Green said, you know what? I'm going to play some hero ball. I am going to dribble the ball up the court and take it to the basket. And he turned the ball over. He couldn't dribble. It was a mess. Looked like a high school kid that's never played basketball before trying to dribble. It was not good. And, of course, that you know, the working class Clippers then overwhelmed the Warriors in overtime. Uh, and so the punishment – of one game suspension. Now, Draymond Green lost $120,000. How about the fact that you get paid $120,000 per game? How great is that? And that's low on the spectrum. That's low. All right, so again, let's discuss the question here what are the initial reactions on the news that Draymond Green was suspended and the lingering drama? with Kevin Durant and his body language, which is a part of this story. It is absolutely a part of this story. Now, my observations, you've got pernicious, the volcano, and purgatory. And we will fasten all of this together. Now, we will we'll begin with the fact that you, you can spin this any way you want. We know that people around the Warriors are going to attempt to downplay this, that it is nothing and we've seen some of that from Steve Kerr and the Warriors GM, Mr. Myers, there. But it, it's absolutely something. The word is distressing. A better word would be pernicious. It's a pernicious situation. 
Uh, we, we have seen simple things like this lead to the end of championship runs. Uh, typically involves a woman. I don't think this involves a woman. Uh, but it certainly is a, a fact. This is another indication that the Warriors' magical carpet ride as the juggernaut of the NBA is at a Waterloo moment. We're not quite there yet, but we're getting close to that Waterloo moment. Now, we are told all kinds of interesting things about what happened behind closed doors. We know that the verbal exchange that happened on the court, Draymond Green challenged Kevin Durant about his impending free agency. And just reading the, the lips uh, of, of what he said, if you're a lip reader, you could read some of this. Now, Shams says that as teammates, uh, they, you know, they came at Draymond Green about his turnover. They were very upset. He then responded. And so this has supposedly been a simmering, simmering, oh, I love that word, simmering issue for the Warriors. So the Internet lip readers caught Kevin Durant and Draymond Green doing their thing and Durant supposedly said, I, I looked at the video, it certainly looks like, like that's what he said, that's why I'm out. That's why I'm out. And, of course, the, the obvious connection is Draymond Green's a dope. He also, Draymond, uh, he's a big fan of female dogs. He likes the bitches. He's a big fan of the bitches. Absolutely. Loves those female dogs. Uh, no question about it. So, You put all this together, and I keep going back to something that Pat Riley talked about and has written books about called The Disease of Me. The Disease of Me. There are six signs that you look for that are indicating you suffer, your team suffers from the disease of me. They include chronic feelings of underappreciation, paranoia about being cheated out of your share of the credit for a team's success, there's also problems where there's a leadership vacuum and there's you know, teams that the locker room divides and it's like a civil war in the locker room. Number four, feelings of frustration, even when the team is going well, like the Warriors are right now. Uh, you also have effort, which is designed to outperform a team. You're not designed to win. Your, your effort is increased not because you're trying to win, but you just want to do better than the other guy. And and then you also have resentment. And Draymond Green and Kevin Durant getting into a shouting match, while it might seem like nothing and something small and minor, when you look at the indicators for the disease of me, it checks several of those boxes. Uh, Now, in addition, there is a growing amount of speculation that the Slim Reaper is considering a relocation situation after the season. Some have gone as far as to say he's already made his mind up that he knows this is his final year in Northern California, unless he signs with the Sacramento Kings. Ha ha ha. Anyway, uh, so he's going to continue his nomad journey. He's going to go around the NBA and, and, and do his thing to some other destination. Now, some have said, you know, the Knicks and others have mentioned the Wizards and some other teams here. My theory is that Golden State, one of their reasons for suspending Draymond Green in a very public fashion here was to show favor, to curry favor for Kevin Durant. It's an effort to pacify Durant from having his 
feelings hurt anymore. Trying to keep Durant in the fold. Now, we know that Kevin Durant, from his social media activity, is on the spectrum of the Pussy Willow family of flowers. He's on that spectrum. So it makes sense, right? The Warriors are a team of a lot of self-absorbed stars. These guys have won a lot. They've been great for a long time. It's part of the package. They're no different than other teams, except they win more and they're in more high-profile games. So there's a high level of drama queen activity with these Golden State Warriors. Now, the the thing about this, you, you step back, think of the volcano that is the Warriors. There's that volcano there, but it's a volcano of egos that's ready to erupt with nice, hot lava that will fly in the air everywhere. And I'm not embellishing this. No, I'm not doing a eulogy for the Golden State Warriors. I'm not there yet. Some other people in radio doing eulogies for the Warriors. But this is an explosive situation. It's really up to the people involved to decide how they want to do it. It's up to Kevin Durant if he wants to hold a grudge. It's up to Draymond Green whether he wants to press the issue here uh, and divide. Divide the civil war, right? Divide the locker room. Put, Put players into categories, into cliques. Uh, now, the last observation, this dust-up, as I said, it's, it's not in it of itself. It's not going to derail the Warriors from being the team to beat in the NBA. However, you have the trickle-down effect. I mentioned body language, and that, that is a, a big part of this. You can tell from those cues. It's not so much what these people say. It's how they carry themselves. It's the eye rolls. It's the slouching of the shoulders. It's the the crossing of the arms, the sluggish posture. Those indicators that you look for, they might say all the right things, but you can tell the way they carry themselves whether or not there is harmony in the community or there are issues here. And the idea that this is going to be basketball purgatory for Draymond Green and Kevin Durant the rest of the year, it's only November the NBA doesn't even really start till Christmas Day, and we're you know, we're not even at Thanksgiving. It's next week, I'm told, by the way. I'll be here because I like you, unlike some other people. Roberto as well. Roberto will be here. Uh, but Christmas is when the NBA usually starts. The playoffs don't come around till late April, May, and June. So we have a lot of real estate to get through. So I would expect more hot spots to flare up in the coming months. And the good news is we will be here to chronicle Everything. Days of our lives, right? And it does indeed turn out, as I've said, that the Los Angeles Clippers triggered what could be the beginning of the end of the Golden State Wars. You talk about a plot (laughs) twist and the irony that the Clippers had that amazing contingent of players before they were washed up like uh, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and Draymond Green and those guys. And it's this blue-collar, meat-and-potatoes Clippers team that has messed with the heads of the, of the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. If the Warriors had to pick between Draymond Green and Kevin Durant, if they could only keep one, who would they pick? Now, the uneducated fan will say, well, Kevin Durant, because Kevin Durant is the star. He's the better player. I wouldn't disagree. That's the uneducated position. The right position, though, if you actually took a straw poll, Draymond Green. Draymond Green, his craziness and his over-the-top 
persona, it balances the Golden State Warriors. They would be missing a big chunk of that identity with Durant. They'd still be a very good team without Draymond Green, but they would be missing their soul, Draymond Green, if they, if they let him go. And We'll see if we, we get to that Waterloo moment. Now, Kevin Durant had a lot to say. We'll run through as much of this as we can, time permitting, but Durant addressing the media, and you'll hear the question and the answer about going forward. How were you guys able to sort of move past um, anything that, that happened yesterday? Therapy. And just yeah. get out there and, and hold off that team down the stretch. Uh, once the ball's tipped, nothing else matters. And uh, that's I think a lie. That's the approach that uh, everybody takes every time they step on the floor. Well, he's blatantly lying. I mean, listen, th- that happened after the ball was tipped. The game was going on when you were shrugging your shoulders and you, you and Draymond got into it, Durant. All right, here's more from Durant. And, again, everyone's a psychologist in the media. Everyone's trying to figure out here what's going to happen between you two guys. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Hey, Kevin, have you and Draymond been able to hash anything out? No. What? Do you see that happening anytime soon? I'm sure it will. We got a long season ahead. I don't know about that. Now, Steve Kerr, didn't Steve Kerr say something at his pregame news conference like everything was going to be okay? And all? I know I know, Kerr said that we're a team that goes through some things, but I, I recall reading a quote, or maybe I heard it from, from Steve Kerr. He indicated like Durant and Green had talked to each other after the incident, but Durant just said it didn't happen. So that mean, does that mean that Kerr is lying? All right, uh, here's more. Uh, here's more. Here's Durant, and you'll hear the answer here after the question. It sounds to me like Durant is tossing Draymond Green under the school bus. Did he cross the line with anything last night that was said? I'm going to keep that in house. That's a, that's a that's yes. What you do here. I know you guys got a job to do, but I'm not trying to get nobody no headlines. What happened, happened. We're trying to move on. Just trying to play basketball. By not answering the question, you've answered the question. You've answered the question. The answer is yes, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> oh, that is that is tremendous. Well, it's it's like anyone who ever took a journalism class when you were in college, if you ever took a journalism class, you know the famous loaded question. Have you stopped beating your wife? <laughs> the, there is no proper way to answer that question. Uh, anyway, uh, here's more from uh, Kevin Durant, and uh, let's listen here. He was asked whether or not uh, – you'll hear the question again. I don't like when these questions are in here, but here's Durant asking or answering the question about whether or not he was surprised by the Warriors' punishment of Draymond. Were you surprised he got suspended? I was just focused on the game. I didn't really care either way. I was just focused on trying to come out here and finish his back-to-back off. The most thin-skinned professional athlete, right? The most thin-skinned pro athlete who has burner accounts to push back at trolls on social media suddenly doesn't care about a tiff with a teammate? (laughs) What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Uh, Here's more from... Kevin Durant, he had a lot to say, and uh, well, now we're doing a deep dive on the relationship again between Durant and Draymond. 
Kevin, how would you sort of describe your friendship with Draymond? It seems like you guys have been friends for even before yeah. you became a warrior. Yeah. Uh, I don't really think that even matters at this point right now. I mean, we just had a game. Anybody want to talk about the game? Yeah, nobody cares about that. You played the Hawks. Ask a question about the game. Nobody cares about it. You play the Hawks. That game shouldn't be on TV. You play the Atlanta Hawks. Boy, he's so sensitive. We bring in amateur psychologist Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Solid Gold Garcia. Ben, is there any any chance that that you suffer from the disease of me? Oh, not at all. No? <laughs> A team player. Busting my right? ass here. Yeah. What are you talking about? I've never no, taken no chronic feelings of underappreciation? Not at all, Eddie. No. I've never taken screenshots of someone else's private text conversations and sent them out <laughs> on social media. That has never happened. No paranoia over being cheated out of your rightful share? Not at all. No, you're, you're being Number treated one. well here. Every, well, everything's great. So I, I have a agreement with the company, and I'm working here, and I'm fairly compensated. I get a bonus every year. I get a raise every year. Right. I get an expense account. I get to go to the Super Bowl every year. These are all things that I... What's to be upset about, Eddie? I don't, nothing right. at all. I'm treated I, I, the same as everyone else. There's nothing wrong. I understand. Yeah. Straight cash, homie. Don't know why you bring that up. You think I'm vulnerable here or something like that? You think I'm I'm touchy over anything? I don't know what you're talking about. I, you're, you're right. There's no resentment. I have no resentment about other people at all. Yeah. The, the little engine that could. The little overnight show that could night away. That's all we are. Now, do you guys think uh, Draymond Green would have got suspended if Kevin Durant was currently under contract for two more years with the Warriors? Ooh, good question. If Durant had signed a long-term I contract. I say no way. Mm, I, I'll set the odds at that. I'm going to say the odds are instead of 100% because in the situation he's in now, I would go 40%. Because remember, Kevin Durant has, as we talked about, he's thin-skinned, right? He's easily hurt. He's very sensitive. He's the uh, super soft, super soft uh, toilet paper, the Charmin toilet paper. Big time. Yeah. Keep that in mind, though, because you know you're, you, he might be your problem there. Right? Oh, no, he's not coming to the Lakers. You sure about that? Yeah, we're going to trade for Draymond. He'll fit right in with this. you got to wait till Draymond's like 34 years old. <laughs> then you got to get Draymond. <laughs> he's too young to play for the Lakers. you gotta, <laughs> you got to get him a little bit later. All right, it's Ben Maller Show. We'll take your calls. A lot of still reaction. If you missed it, go back and hear the podcast last hour, the soap opera that is Weed Man Hippie, and people chiming in on that. Everyone's got an opinion here. Everyone has something to say. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can be part of the festivities. Have you noticed now, Roberto, the mic is now moving on its own. These terrible mic stands that they put in the studio. Those are actually brand new, I think. Well, they're just low quality, and like the mic, I've had to hold the mic. It sounds. See that? I'm moving the mic. Right. See that? Yeah, that looks no, kind of funny. Yeah, we can't hear that. that at all. <laughs> well, no, it falls down, and I have to push it back up. Push it up now. Push it up. I have to push it up. What's up with that? It's not right, Eddie. I should not. That's not yeah. part of my job description here to push it back up. Chronic feelings of underappreciation. Oh, I just want the equipment to work here. That's all I want. I'd like the equipment to work. Well, what, 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 Good luck with that. Look, it's see, Roberta, look. Yeah, yeah, is this the moved. ghost of Genie and Medford? Look, it's it's moving down, Eddie. You see that? No, Ra- I, it's I radio, actually, you can't I see, can't see that now. Look. You better give me that good stuff. It, the mic is becoming limp. 
It's. I'm not. Look at this. It's going to be at the floor. You can take a pill for that. I know. We well, sell. We yeah, sell. We, we have, have commercials for that. Yeah, yes. commercial going on. Exactly. Maybe a screw needs to be tightened. You think so? Yeah. Do you have a screwdriver? Yeah. Coop's got his toolbox. Uh, he'll be working on that right away. We need a Phillips screwdriver. Do we have that? All right. We'll press on here. And the need for the gunner. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. The story of the gunner. This is a basketball story. Let's get to that real quick. Now, we don't normally bring up random trade rumors, and certainly not ones about 37-year-old jump shooters, but the Cleveland Cadavers are looking to wheel and deal Kyle Korver. There's been a lot of chatter around the NBA that the Philadelphia 76ers, who would like to improve their outside shooting, are interested in getting Kyle Korver. Right? This has been making the rounds. The reason I bring this up, based on the Sixers roster and what they have left after they traded for Jimmy Butler in the trade that included Robert Covington and others going to Minnesota for Butler, much of the speculation is the the way that the Sixers could get Kyle Korver in Philadelphia is to trade Markel Fultz to Cleveland. Why is that interesting? Markel Fultz was the number one pick in the NBA draft a couple years ago. Now, he's got a a bit of a glitch in his jump shot. That's an understatement. But to think that Philadelphia would even contemplate for a second trading Markel Fultz straight up for a 37-year-old jump shooter is fascinating to me. Markel Fultz is 20 years old, and it looks like he doesn't know what he's doing playing basketball. It's amazing that he was able to, to convince teams to draft him, or at least one team, Philadelphia, to draft him with the number one pick. It, it's stunning. He sucks. Uh, and it's like, well, he's going to get better. He's going to get better. Well, really? He's the number one pick in the 2017 draft out of Washington, and here we are. Almost into 2019, right? 2018, heading into 2019 in a month and a half. And there's chatter that Philadelphia would even think about trading a 20-year-old former number one pick overall for a spot-up jump shooter who is a liability in just about every other area that he performs. Justin in Cincinnati says, the Mallard Militia is furious with all this weed man talk. He says, I will have a rebuttal coming. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's go to Sal in the LBC. Who's next? Hello, Sal. My best friend, Ben Mallard. Good friend, Sal. You, where, where are we having Thanksgiving this year, Sal? Um, My Aunt Connie's house in Downey. Nice. Aunt, say hi to Aunt Connie. I actually stayed in Downey for like a, a month and a half because I was in between places. So I stayed there. The great, you know the great thing about Downey is the zoning laws. Like there are massive mansions right next to like little shacks. It's, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, now great. the funny thing is, you say Downey. I didn't know you lived in Downey. 
Well, but, Bree, um, I lived there for like a month. Does that count? Uh, there's a there's yeah, a there's a raising canes in Downey. How about that? Is that's there? exactly yeah. what I'm gonna yeah. say. Yeah. No, I, yeah. No, I live on the border of Lakewood, Long Beach. It's Long Beach, but Downey's not too far, and yeah. that was the go-to place for canes. That's why I thought, you know. Well, that that place. is a very busy location because that's the only location in that area. So that is there. There are always lines. I've been there a couple times. There's always lines around the building. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's so popular. It's more popular than Chick Fil A. Man, we're not doing this tonight, man. We're not You're doing my friend Sal, you know what? I don't think they're open on Thanksgiving, but I'd have Thanksgiving dinner at Raising Cane's. I would do it. Oh gosh. That's okay. how good it is. All right, Ben, that's Ben, that's not why I call it, Ben. All right, hurry up. Get to get to the point, please. Okay, okay, okay. I think I figured you out. I think I figured you out. You are you're you get in people's heads. First it started with, you know, Deshaun Watson. He blocked you on his vacation. His week off of work. Now you're you're the home wrecker of the Golden State Warriors. Now I don't know what Draymond said to KD to get it suspended and lose a hundred thousand dollars. I believe he called him a female dog. I think there was a female dog reference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like, I have a question for you. What yeah. does one at the Ben Maller show who is emanating live? From the Geico Fox Sports Radio, what is does that wait, wait, does that there? count? Hold on, does that count as a plug for Geico? Do we yeah. get that? In? Okay, go ahead. Do I get paid for that? I think I get paid for that. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What does one like? Let's say Eddie G. What does Eddie G. have to say or do to you to get suspended for a day and lose without pay? Uh, well, we can't talk about HR and whatnot, uh, but uh, I will tell you that in the history of Fox Sports Radio, the only time I can recall, so, well, there's a couple times people have been suspended, but usually it involves like a physical altercation. In fact, there was one producer that, well, he got punched by one of the people on the air, and it turned out to be the greatest thing that ever happened because that person that threw the punch, we've talked about this from time to time vaguely, has gone on to have a television career on national television, local television, has done uh, wonderful things. I right, thank you, Sal. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. I'll be here, by the way. I'm going to out. Man of the people. Me too. Me and Roberto. Benny and Roberto. And Coop will be here too. Oh, Coop's going to be here too on Thanksgiving? I think so, yeah. Well, uh-oh, here one, we go. one of the days. Only one of the days. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be here uh, Wednesday night into Thursday. So that's... That's the actual Thanksgiving morning, like the night. Yes. Okay. But you won't be here on Thanksgiving night after the the, the black. We, we have a lot of correct. listeners on Black Friday because people are like in line. Although that's not even really a thing anymore because most people like don't a lot of shopping centers open up now at night anyway. Like, oh, they open on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. That's outdated. Like, it used yeah. to be back in the old days. Back in the old days, we'd have people online waiting to go into the Walmart. Like, open at like eight o'clock now on Thanksgiving. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's hurt the show because we used to have people that would be in line listening to the show. It was great. I loved it. It's absolutely wonderful. All right. It's the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. By the way, I will not say who it was, but Stay Awake with Jake has informed me he was a witness to the punch, but he did not so throw was the punch. I. Eddie was here as well. Yep. There you go. I only heard about it. I did not see it. I wish I had seen it, but I did not. See it. I've seen other punches at radio stations, but I did not see that one. Uh, we'll press on. We got Mallard of the Third Degree coming up in a little bit. Right now, though, let's get you caught up on the latest from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and Eddie Garcia. 
And we start with the NBA. Just three games on the schedule. One of them, though, involved the Golden State Warriors. They did beat the Atlanta Hawks 110-103. to The bigger story was who was not on the floor for Golden State. Uh, that included injured star Steph Curry and Draymond Green, who was suspended for this game. Who's gonna be a- the, Eddie, who's going to be the first NBA insider to create a rumor that the Warriors are considering trading Draymond Green? Who's going to be that guy? Uh, that would be uh, what is it? What do they, what do they call him? Windy? Oh, is he still a thing? I think he is. I haven't. I don't know. I haven't seen. Him. How about let's see. Uh, Shams could Shams, Shams make that up? Yeah, I'm going Shams. Yeah. He's on a payroll. He's like behind a paywall right now, so I don't really uh-huh. see his stuff. Well, Draymond Green didn't play because he was suspended because of a locker room confrontation with teammate Kevin Durant following their loss winning to the Clippers. Durant did play. He had 29 points. Golden State 12-3 and now on the year. Rockets beat the Nuggets in Denver 109-99. After starting the year 9-1, Denver has now dropped four in a row. And the Cavaliers beat the Hornets 113-89. News from the NFL where the league is moving. Monday's showdown between the 9-1 Kansas City Chiefs and the 9-1 LA Rams from Mexico City Shakira, to Los Angeles. Shakira! Because of poor field conditions because at Azteca Shakira. Stadium. Because of Shakira, Eddie. Well, she did have a concert there recently, yes. It's a free concert. That's what I was told. It was a free, free concert. concert. Well, Somebody said it was a free concert. Is that true? Can't uh, be. Roberto is the big Shakira fan. I don't fan think so. Show. No? He says, no? No. It had to be a different thing. Uh, standout running back Le'Veon Bell failed to report to the Pittsburgh Steelers on Tuesday before the deadline. He did not sign the franchise tag, meaning he will miss the entire season and forfeit $14.5 million. <laughs> What a dope. Uh, baseball news. Bob Melvin of the Oakland A's named the American is League Manager of the ge- Year. More generic, boring manager than Bob Melvin. Uh, well, maybe Brian Snitker of the Atlanta Braves. He was the name, National League Manager of the Year. He could walk in here saying, I, hello, I'm Brian Snitker. I, I would back, not know who he was. I flash back to my youth, Eddie, and I think about that magical time when I would get Snicker bars on Halloween and Think of that. Not the fun size, the full size, right? Well, adult size, the grown-up yeah. size. That's right. That's right. It's a special time. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy more confident car buying experience. Ben, did you see more drama at Ohio State for head coach Urban Meyer? Brett McMurphy, the guy who broke that story about assistant coach Zach Smith and the domestic violence issues, he reports that Meyer helped to cover up a fight in practice between Smith and former wide receiver Trevon Grimes in which Smith used a racial slur. Now, Meyer has called oh, the report. Dro- dropping a racial bomb on racist. this. Oh, boy. Yeah, Meyer called the report preposterous, uh, which is a great word, and said that he and the school are considering legal action against McMurphy. Smith has declined uh, that the allegation took place and Grimes did not comment. Now, Ben, we have uh, we've been around this a while. Every yeah. time uh, these guys threaten that they're going to sue someone, how yeah. often do they actually do it? The only time I can remember this was Albert Pujols suing Jack Clark, who did a radio show for like a week at our affiliate at the time in St. Louis. And Jack Clark, that was the only time it actually happened. Now, did he actually file the yes. paperwork? He did. Yes, he okay. went to court. That's the only time. Yeah, there's because they, there's this thing called discovery, Eddie, right? And and if you sue. Brett McMurphy, he can then hire a lawyer, and then they can go through your business, your phone records and all that stuff. Now, isn't a lot of that stuff public anyway because Ohio State is a public university? Uh, I think, yeah. yeah. Well, I would think it all came out uh, in the previous investigation. So there's no, anyway. well, if there's nothing to lose, that's like the, you want to drop the, the race ball. How about the Mariners? No, you don't, We haven't talked about that. Did you see that story? No. What's going on with the uh, Mariners? Oh, yeah. A, a former Mariner employee. There's a probe. Baseball's going to launch a probe 
Launching a probe. I like that. Yeah, allegations of racial discrimination against the Seattle Mariners by a former employee. Racist. Team denied it this week. Surprised they didn't confirm it. But all those Negroes look the same. Uh, that's, that's a pitcher, <laughs> you moron. The Negro brothers. All right, Joe and Phil. You better hope Fox Sports Radio doesn't launch a probe. <laughs> <laughs> you're a schmuck. You're a schmuck. And Coop's a schmuck because he stood up laughing. So he's a schmuck. <laughs> he did. I'm so excited. So, so excited. Yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, real quick, the Mariners story was a woman who was, I guess, fired by the Mariners last month made all kinds of allegations of discrimination against the team. She said, well, I'm never going to work for the Mariners again. Let me go out in a blaze of glory. Of course, the counterargument would always be, well, if this is such a racist organization, why did you have to get fired and not leave on your own if it was such a horrible place to work? But All right, we'll press on. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We've got Maller to the third degree. The mic's moving again, Eddie. It's moving again. They're ghosts. Go find a screwdriver. Can you find? Seriously, I need a screwdriver. It's a drink, also. I had a friend back oh, in yeah. college. He loves <laughs> uh, orange juice and a uh, little uh, alcohol mixed there. Bam, you're good. Tequila. Yeah, tequila. All right, here's the instant trivia. Among players with at least 10,000 career minutes, this is in the NBA, blank is the first player in history with a rebounding percentage, uh, or number one, rather, in rebounding percentage. Again, among all players with at least 10,000 career minutes, Blank is first in NBA history in rebounding percentage. Rebounding percentage. That goes back to 1970, by the way. So it's not it's not Wilt Chamberlain or somebody like that. All right. That's the instant trivia. The answer next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. And follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan. They're drafting of Robert Nickimjian. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We're really hoping that Robert Kimdichi would be good for the Arizona Cardinals. He's not. But if he was good, that soundbite would be amazing. That guy turned out to be Lawrence Taylor of this generation. <laughs> but, no, it didn't happen. Insta trivia, among players with at least 10,000 career minutes, blank is number one in NBA history in rebounding percentage. Now, this has been tracked since 1970. That's the question. What's the answer? Biker Mark is going with Curly Neal, the Cowboy Killer who's been the food benefactor in the past, going with Jackie Moon is his answer. John Concack from the Little Troller. Who else do we have? Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fans, going with the Worm, Dennis Rodman. The Kavorka Kid checks in with Calvin Murphy. Spud Webb from Johnny Disgusted in Houston. A lot of Dennis Rodman, Jay Scoops from other guys here. Harvey Catchings from Rob in Minnesota. Wow. That's a good, good reference. Yeah. Uh, Ernie's going with Kobe Bryant's uncle, Chubby Cox. Uh, that's, uh, that's incorrect. Looney Franco account says Michael Cage. Go Clippers. Good job by you. Jonathan in Philadelphia checks in with Tree Rollins. Eddie, what say you? The answer, Joel Prisbilla. That's a good name, Joel Prisbilla. Uh, no, that is incorrect. The correct answer, Andre Drummond. 
Andre Drummond of the Pistons, a 24.2% rebound percentage. Number one, now we should point out, Rodman, Dennis Rodman's number two. Rodman played twice as many minutes as Andre Drummond, but currently Drummond is number one. You know who's number three? Reggie Evans. Remember, it was a journeyman forward, played with the Nuggets, the Clippers, a bunch of other teams. Reggie Evans is number three. You know what's number one on in my heart right now? You know what's number one? I know what's number one. That's right. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. We're doing the full Maller marathon. We bring in the Koopa Loop. Rex Ryan took a shot at the Jets coaching staff on Monday, saying that they have mismanaged Sam Darnold and that a lot of his struggles can be contributed to play calling. Ben, how much do you think the system is to blame for Darnold's struggles? Well, it's a small part. If you're the Jets, you have to sell its coaching incompetence. Because, first of all, Sam Darnold has looked overmatched most of the season, and he's been uneven. And, and then you learn the, the, the first game of the year when Darnold played pretty well and the Jets blew out the Lions, that the Lions were tipping off plays, and that's why the Jets were able to win that game. But you know, some of this is growing pains. I get that. Uh, however, if, if the Jets were a flight that took off from the airport – they would have extreme turbulence with Sam Darnold uh, at quarterback. And then as far as Rex Ryan, the second point here, now he still wishes he was coaching the Jets. So you take what he says on the Jets with a grain of salt, right? He, he's going to enhance his commentary with a little vengeance here. But good coaching is not about knowing, per se, your player's strengths. See, that's one of the mistakes people make. They say, well, you got to know your player's strengths. I'm going to argue that good coaching, successful coaches understand what players cannot do, their weaknesses, and hide those weaknesses. And Sam Darnold, he has been a letdown, not from game one, but from game two on. And uh, you got to lay it on him. It's accountability. Yeah, the plays matter, but Sam Darnold has looked like a lost puppy for the Jets much of this year. Next! Ben, you pegged the Saints as a great destination for Des Bryant That's to revive right. his career. Several Maller monologues on that. Yeah, thanks yeah. in large part because he'd have Drew Brees passing to him. That's right. But Brees will easily be the best quarterback that Brandon Marshall has ever had, who is now their uh, their B option. Ben, be careful you th- how you say it. You sounded like Draymond yeah. Green. You said that. <laughs> ben, do you think that he can experience a similar revival? No, no. I'm going to bet no on this. I'm going to vote thumbs down on Brandon Marshall. He is going to be a disappointment. I, you know, a, it's kind of like going from peanut M and M's, and then you go to the next house and they give you a bag of uncooked Brussels sprouts. You're like, no, I want the peanut M and M's. Des Bryant to Brandon Marshall. Des was a Top 10 receiver. I know the last year or so in Dallas, he was down a little bit with the Cowboys. Marshall's greatest performance was way back in the hot tub time machine. Right, He's he's past his expiration date. He's not going to be terrible, Brandon Marshall, but by comparison, uh, I don't buy it. And remember, Brandon Marshall just played in Seattle with Russell Wilson, and he had a catch rate of less than 50% with Russell Wilson. That's that's not good. By NFL standards, he had to retire. You go play bingo or something like that. Next! Now, you've done a number of Maller monologues on how the Raiders and Giants are tanking. Yeah. But apparently the Giants can't even do that right as they got a win against the 49ers this past oh, Sunday. Somebody had to win that game. Ben, are the, are the Raiders a lock for the first overall pick now? Not a lock. Sorry, Roberto. It's, this is a big weekend for the Raiders. They control their own destiny, the Raiders, but... 
If you look at the schedule, Raiders-Cardinals, if the Cardinals lay down their arms and the Raiders somehow win that game, suddenly you look at things. It it also comes down to strength of schedule, uh, the teams that you play and all that. Uh, Raiders are in the pole position, but they've got two winnable games left at home versus Denver and that game coming up with the Cardinals. If they get through those games, they will have the number one pick. There's no great player for the number one pick. We're out of time, Koopa Loop. There we go. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. That is a winner! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. You had one job. One job. Mow the damn grass. That's the only job you had. The NFL saying, "Eh, you know what? That whole Mexican experience going to Mexico City, we're good. We're good. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com. Free rate quote. So it's one of the stories we, we're all looking forward to the, the Monday night game. It's one of the things we're interested in. The, the, the game coming up, it's the game of the year until the next game of the year. But the Rams and the Chiefs going at it. And if you were planning to travel to Mexico City for that game, you are what's known as a loser is what you are. And there are a number of people that spent a lot of money, a lot of money planning this, thousands of dollars. And the NFL said, you know what? Uh, you are screwed. So the rather rambunctious crowd at a concert at Azteca Stadium Destroying the field, the NFL pulling the plug on the fiesta of football. It is over, finito, Dunskis, the whole thing. So if you have not been following this, the Monday night game, Rams and Chiefs, 9-1 and versus 9-1, and had been scheduled for Mexico City. Now, we had mentioned that the NFL and their wildest dreams did not imagine a scenario where the Rams and the Chiefs were going to both be 9-1 and on a Monday night game. They assumed this would be a dog food matchup, and that's why they moved it to Mexico City. But surprise, surprise, surprise. And so they've moved the game back to Los Angeles because of poor field conditions at Azteca Stadium. Of course, the air conditions in L.A. because of the fire is not the greatest, but they assume by Monday things will be better. Okay, good enough. So we've got the perfect storm of the concert crowd stomping the high volume of events at the stadium, and it just was too much. It was a tsunami of problems. And so some reports indicated that the players also strongly considered not showing up if the NFL had opted to keep the game in Mexico City. Those stories were going around. You might have seen them. So I wanted to talk about that. Do you think, here's the question, do you think that the players actually helped influence the NFL to move this game back to Los Angeles and out of Mexico City because of a threatened boycott to not play the game. Uh, I do not. All right, I do not think that that is the case. My observation is you've got liability 
mobilize, and we'll bring in our old friend Nostradamus. All right, we'll mix all, all this together. Now, first of all, the NFL issued a prepared statement saying that they consulted with the NFLPA as well as club and you know, field experts uh, in Mexico, and, and they brought some people in, local, independent, outside experts. and all. They used all these legalese. You can tell a lawyer wrote this in making the decision to move the game out of Mexico City. The field did not meet the standards, the rigorous standards for playability and consistency. Of course, remember, the NFL for years played in Veteran Stadium, which was concrete with green spray paint essentially over parts of it. For years they had no problem with that, but now they have a problem. So my theory on this, why the NFL has moved the game, it is not because of a player boycott. It is the L word, liability. That is why it's not even liability about the issue of fan safety or anything like that. Obviously, it's all about the players. The NFL did a cost-benefit analysis of this, and they determined as a business that it would be too much risk. You look at the potholes. I've seen these photos, the the skid marks, (laughs) and I'm not talking about your underpants, uh, on the field, and – If you're an attorney, you see dollar signs. Imagine Todd Gurley getting his foot stuck in one of the divots and twisting and mangling and destroying his leg. Or Patrick Mahomes on a quarterback keeper at the 35-yard line suffering some compound fracture of his leg. (laughs) These guys would be in a courtroom and get a $100 million settlement and they wouldn't even have to go more than a couple of days. So you do a risk assessment. It's not worth the headache if you're the NFL. Now, secondly, playing at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum, the oldest venue in the NFL. Do you know that? The Coliseum's the oldest stadium in the NFL. It's older than Lambeau Field. Uh, of course, Lambeau Field looks a lot better than the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. But they are renovating the Coliseum. But anyway, uh, this will still be a neutral site game. Uh, it's still going to be a neutral site game. And the Rams... They have a very boisterous, rollicking fan base, but it's a growing fan base. And, and because the L.A. market was exiled from the NFL for several generations, uh, there are a bunch of nomad fans, and some of them latched on to the Kansas City Chiefs. I recall when Kansas City has played the Chargers at that soccer stadium in Carson, it's been Arrowhead West. The stadium's been taken over by Kansas City fans. The question is this. We're talking about a very short amount of time. The announcement comes down on a Tuesday. Is that enough time for the Kansas City fan base to mobilize and have a hostile takeover of the L.A. Memorial Coliseum? Now, to counterbalance that, the Rams are giving away a bunch of tickets to first responders from the wildfires in Malibu and Thousand Oaks and Southern California, that big area that was covered by fire and still covered by fire, uh, much of it, but doesn't get as much attention from the media, but the fire's still ablaze. So to me, this is the Daily Double. Now, not to be over-the-top cynical, but this is good PR. That's one half of the Daily Double, and it's, it's, it's the right thing to do. It's a nice thing to do. You have extra inventory of tickets because the Coliseum's a massive venue fine, But it also theoretically keeps those tickets from going to Kansas City fans. So you're trying to limit the damage here and try to get more either neutral fans or Ram fans 
into the Coliseum for the game on Monday night. Now, now keep in mind, the, the Rams are not even in Los Angeles unless they've changed their travel plans. They went, we talked about this the other day, they, they went to Colorado Springs. They're in the Rocky Mountains at the Air Force Academy to adjust to the altitude for Mexico City. <laughs> They're at an elevation which is, you know, it's not as high as Mexico City, but it's, it's, it's by comparison, it's close. Uh, the elevation in Mexico City is 7,300 feet. And so the team is not going to be back in L.A. until Saturday. So they're hanging out in Colorado all week. They brought a bunch of employees from the team. The Rams headquarters are in Thousand Oaks, which is right where the, they had that uh, horrific uh, shooting last week and the incident with the fire now this week. Now the final word here, all right, what about the gambling? What about the gambling? If you're a Kansas City better, this helps you. If you're going to bet on the Chiefs to win this game, this helps you. You get a little more wiggle room because the Rams are going to go from a two-and-a-half-point favorite to a three-and-a-half-point favorite. So there's a one-point addition to the, the, the points. The, the total is still 63-and-a-half. As a distant relative of the great Nostradamus, uh, I would like to tell you that, that, that I'm going to make my pick later in the week, but I will make one bold prediction. There are still going to be class action lawsuits against the NFL because of this situation. Like the NFL thinks they are covered because there is a disclaimer on the back of the ticket. It's going to cost the NFL millions of dollars in uh, lost travel expenses and hotels and all that stuff. But the issue here is the reimbursement of fans, and it's it's going to be a mess because a number of people for a long time have planned trips out from Kansas City, L.A., and other places to go to this game. And the, the back of the ticket, they have the condition here to get a refund. And it's you can tell it's been vetted by a number of lawyers, a number of lawyers, it says, it says here, in the case of cancellation of the event as an exclusive remedy up to the face value of the ticket, you can tell it's been written by a lawyer, excluding several charge and courier fees, if any shall be reimbursed. Wow. I mean, I feel dirty just reading this. Against the submittal at the place of purchase. These are all legal uh, couching and, and references and all that. Uh, shall be reimbursed. Re- reimbursed against the submittal at the place of purchase as from 48 hours following the court. Can you talk like a normal person? Can you talk like a normal person, you moron? (laughs) Anyway, it's a bunch of legalese here. And they say if the event is rescheduled, this ticket will be honored at the rescheduled event and except as required by Mexican laws, no other remedy or compensation will be available to the holder. That's the part they think covers themselves if the holder cannot attend the rescheduled game. So many people have made jokes about a caravan coming up from Mexico City to go to the Coliseum to see this game, but uh, so be it. Listen, here's the thing, all right? I'm sure the president would be very happy about that. But, Racist. All right, I'm just telling you, listen, here's the thing. Uh, the NFL is not off the hook I'm seeing story after story from people that spent thousands of dollars. A number of these people are Kansas City Chiefs fans that you're talking about airfare, hotel, uh, all that, everything involved in it, and now they're not going to be able to see the game on Monday night. Uh, one one person here, this is from uh, 
TV station in Kansas City. A couple spent uh, $2,000 to make the trip. These are not people that make millions of dollars. These are people that make you know, $40,000 a year, whatever, you know, normal salary. And two grand to go to, to, uh, to Mexico City for the game. <laughs> now, I love this quote. You know who George Toma is? Maybe not. Well, when I was growing up, we'll bring in Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. I do know who that is. Yeah, George Toma's a legend for sod. He's the sod god, right, George Toma? Yeah, he would uh, be the guy in charge of the Super Bowls and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So George Toma, I don't know what he does these days, but he he said he was shocked by this news. He said it happened, but it should have never happened. He then said somebody fell asleep at the NFL. It's kind of obvious to, to make that statement, right, that somebody – Somebody effed up. Somebody screwed up at a time they should not have screwed up for the NFL. Now, we are the beneficiary of this, Eddie, and I, yeah. I, I said yesterday I was hoping to go to this game on Monday night, but now I'm having second thoughts. Why is that? Because because well, I'm thinking of even going. Yeah, the, the problem is I've been to the Coliseum, and I've tried to leave right when the game ends. Oh, It is a logistical nightmare. No, you're going to have to leave a little early, unfortunately. That's the problem. Yeah, I believe this will be a good game. I believe this game will be a fourth-quarter game. I don't want to leave the game early, so now I'm thinking it would be better because I have to be on the radio that night after the game, so I'm thinking it would be better just to watch it on TV, even though it would be more fun to go to the game. But it's it's just gridlock. You're dropped off there, and it's bumper to bunk, bumper on uh, MLK Boulevard to the freeway if you go that direction. I like to go the other direction, but then, you know, who knows what you got going. You got to use that Waze traffic app. You're, you're traversing down interesting streets, and it's, uh, it's an interesting uh, part of town. So. Yeah, you, you'd have to cover your ass. Especially at early. night, you know. I understood. Yeah. I understood. Stands. <laughs> I'm just saying. So glad, you, this are, glad this didn't happen two years ago. Ah, losers. <laughs> what the hell is that, Roberto? What are you talking about? Because uh, I went two years ago. You did go? When the yeah. Raiders played the Patriots? No, when they played uh, the oh, Texans. Oh, the Texans. Yeah. Okay. Didn't the Raiders play the Patriots also? Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah last year. Last year. Yeah. So you were at Azteca Stadium? Yep. Yeah. And you had a good time? A great time. Raiders didn't win the game, did they? Yeah, yeah they won. They won? They were actually good that year. I don't remember. Really? They yeah. won? Monday night. It's a long time ago. Got to watch Lucha Libre. That was yeah. fun, man. Now, were you part of the crowd was chanting, uh, was anti-gay? Was it? Was, oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah you were part of <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's great. <laughs> All right, don't play that. How dare you? Racist. How dare you? Several people have pointed out, like, how in – Mexico City, a major city, right? Humongous, yeah. Massive population. You couldn't find a team of people to fix the field within a week? You couldn't have brought in uh, – they bring in fields all the time and they they lay them down with yeah. – I, I don't know how much time you need. I'm not familiar with the, the inner working, but I, I think there's enough. Isn't there enough time? I think there'd be enough time. I think there'd be plenty of time. Didn't on, they man. have a? We're Mexican. It's grass. Is our thing. <laughs> Come on, man. Are you saying there's some gardeners <laughs> in Mexico City? Oh, oh yeah, they fell asleep at the wheel. That's Roberto. They're, all, they're all here. That's Roberto. That ain't me, man. That's Roberto. Didn't they have an what? NBA game in Mexico City as well that they had like the air conditioner malfunction that had filled the arena with smoke and yeah, they had to like cancel the, Spurs, the game? The Spurs played. Yes, right yes, that's a good. Yeah, I remember that. That's good memory, Eddie. An NBA riff. 
That's right. All right, it is the Ben Mal- So are you going to go, Eddie, or are you going to go on Monday night? I'm considering it, yeah. Should I be professional and prepare for the show the proper way, or should I just or, go to the game and who cares? Or is Ben Mellor not going to show up to work? Well, I'll be there. Of course I'll be. I always show up to work. I'm going to say uh, 85% chance you will not go to the game. Yeah, I, I, I'm, go, I'm, I'm with Eddie there. Well, now you're motivating. You know, I believe in the the postal creed. You know, I've... I've adopted oh, that. Oh, postal creed. Yeah, you know, neither snore, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night will keep me off my appointed Did you say round. snore? No, I don't think I Did I say snore? I think he said snore. I said yeah. nor. Oh. Did I say snore? I meant Because sometimes we do have people that snore on, on the radio here. It does happen. Uh, we, should, we should take a call here. I think we should take a call. Should we do that? No? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go to uh, Mr. Wonderful. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. If you missed it earlier, Mr. Wonderful is a troublemaker, <laughs> and he has caused a lot of he's problems. A, he's an S-disturber? That is correct. Well, I got good news and bad news for Weed Man. Bad news is, obviously, he's going to have to move because Michael, as a real man, would never let someone talk about his, his wife and his relationship there like that. Now, here we go. And continue to house him. But the good news... For weed man is I made a few calls in the last couple hours since uh, the whole debacle in Boston, and if he can lift 250 pounds and is willing to do menial work, Tammy in Montana is willing to. Uh, oh now come on that. now come on now that's not get out how dare you? <laughs> so right. I, I, I figured right. if, since I started the problem I'd fix it. So <laughs> yeah. there we go. All right. I go away. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he fixed it. I think he put some lighter fluid on it. Big Ben Maller. Oh, thank you. Uh, yes. Well, Mr. Wonderful being called rat face by people here. Just uh, all kinds of horrible names here. What it's do you a think? rat, yeah. Yeah, he's a rat. Pitching. Yeah, it's a bad job. Snitches get stitches. Shame on you. Uh, a bad first impression and a bunch of phone calls. We'll get to all that and we will do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive. The shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard with the masses under the cover of the microblogging website and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. And there's a Mexican, Roberto. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We will have coming up later this hour, too much or not enough. We have that. Also, Roberto's Walla Drops. The Coop Edition. You know, that guy was on hold from Oklahoma, but he's gone. He hung up. I think he said he uh, he had to go to sleep. Saw really? something on Twitter. Yeah, oh, he, said okay. he tried to hang in there. But he just couldn't. Oh, uh, bad job by me. Hold on. Could have gotten some more drops here. The Komoto. <laughs> Komoto. <laughs> oh, the uh, ridiculousness that happens here when management is fast. Kom, 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 kobu or Komoto. <laughs> 
Uh, let's say hello to Blind Scott, who's in Boston, and he's next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Blind Scott. Yeah, I think they should send out Tom Brady and Alex Guerrero down to Mexico City and apologize to everybody that bought tickets down there, man. What a scam that NFL is. I hope Tom Brady's arm falls off, man. I'm so sick of this guy. He finally finds getting healthy at the age of 35 years old. He thinks he's the most healthiest guy alive. You know what I'm saying? He has had, like, the best. Offensive line and defense is the best coach of all time, man. You know, and I, you, you ain't worried about people stewing you, man. We buried this woman from alcoholism, collected all this money. We never even found out what happened to the rest of it. This other guy starts a restaurant, you know. We never even hear about the restaurant. He calls up with some bogus story about his family, you know. Uh, you know, the, go. the list goes on and on and on and on. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we just like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, Blind God, Blind God, Blind God, Blind God, Story. I'm going to do, a, I'm gonna do a, a little donation thing. I'm going to run a campaign, you know. People fake cancer on the show. Dude, I almost peed my pants the other day. Actually, I did pee my pants. I scored in them two times. It was those wet floor signs. I had to get in the bathroom so bad. Kramer stopped, and I went on and on. I started peeing in my pants, and then I sat on the toilet the other day, and I dunked my basketballs, and then I had to wash them off in the sink in a public bathroom, you know? So don't tell me I don't need a little bit of help, you know what I'm saying? So that the rehab's going well, Blind Scott. Everything's going good. Yes, you're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, hey, I'm a good promoter, too, though, right? Like You are. I, I put in hours, like three hours on this stuff, I man. Know, I know, I, I wake, I wake, I wake up, and you're like, you're a, you're a machine. You, you're relentless is what you are, Blind Scott. Yeah, like I only slept three and a half hours, and it was all through the show after I promoted it all day. You know, I got but you didn't even li- you didn't even listen to the show. You were promoting people that listened to the show, and you didn't even listen. Well, I listened for the first forty minutes, and then I had to get some rest. You know, I got a lot of work to do around here. You know, I'm only a one man show. I can only do so many things. But I finally think I found a career. I need to get a sales job for Fox Sports Radio. They should get me in the sales office. You know, I don't even know why you're showing on in the Boston area. My dad hears it on the same station in the Cape Cod area. But as soon as it gets into Boston, it ain't on. You know, I should start changing these things. I, you know, I only want to make $11 an hour, but the minimum wage in Massachusetts is actually going up to 15 so I'll take 15 And I only want to work 10 hours a week, and that's all I'm asking for, you know. So, uh, you know, people should read out shit for me. I'm not trying to reach my hand in other people's pockets, you know. I'm already doing that to the government, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, you know, <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, it was up to me, Blind Scott. I, I would hire you and send your resume. There are some openings, so people are uh... – Always, always leaving and coming, and it's part of the industry. So, yeah. uh, Let's go real quick. We got Helmet Man. We must say hello to Helmet Man. Oh, top of the morning. Top of the morning to you, Helmet Man. Morning to the crew. You got to come. Eddie, Ben, Poopaloop, and uh, Rico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a drop. I'm actually on the live air. Live air. Yeah, you got, you got to come down here. You, we have not seen you in a while, Helmet Man. Why don't you come hang out with us sometime? Oh, it's hard for me to get over that area because of the schedule, but I, I might go through there because I want to go to that Goodwill down the street from y'all. Oh, so do I, yeah. See, we have a really good Goodwill over here. It's solid. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I ran into Olden Polonese. Oh, OP. Are you down with yeah. me? Did he flash his badge? No, no that's, he that's a, said, when I, when I mentioned Helmet, man, he said, oh, my goodness. He said, I hear you. He, he told me to tell you to say hello. Oh, yeah. He wor- He actually did some shows here, Opie. I, I'm a fan. Yeah, absolutely. He uh, did some shows with Jason during the NBA uh, draft, I think he was in here. Yeah, yeah he was telling me to uh, 
tell you hello. You know, he uh, was, you've said he was, hello. Thank you. I appreciate. No, he was telling me to tell. I know you. Said, yeah, and you said hello to me, and I appreciate that, Helmet Man. Hello to Olden Polonis, one of the great Clippers of all time. Op. Yeah, what do you think about the Ravens? You think they're going to go to five hundred this year? No, no, they're going to fire their coach. Who's going to be the new coach of the Ravens? Who, fired. who would you like to see replace Harbaugh? Oh, um, let's see, uh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. You want to see Urban Meyer? I've not heard that name. That's a good name. See, that's a that's a new name. Good job by you coming up with something original, Helmet Man. Are you still working? Oh, yeah. you, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, real quick. We don't have a lot of time. So, are you still working the the Staples Center scene and all that in Hollywood and doing your whole thing? Oh yeah. All right, let's, yeah. Let, hold, on, hold, hold on, wait, wait. Let's play the game. What celebrities? What celebrities has Helmet Man run into recently? What celebrities has he run into? Give me two names, Helmet Man. Two names. Odin Polonese, the Hall of Fame famer. And Terry Crews, the actor. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, he used to play in the NFL, didn't he? Yeah, that's correct. No, he mm-hmm. he used to, he used to uh, do movies much like the muscle guy, you know. Is he really strong in person? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right, well, and, uh, yeah. I'm going to be down at the Kansas City uh Oh, the Rams-Chiefs game. Rams. Yeah, you'll be working that. You'll be hustling, getting those Chiefs fans to buy merchandise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I got to go. Thanks, Helmet Man. Bye-bye. All right, there he goes. The great Helmet Man. My name's Rigo now. It's a drop. You got to put that in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling when he got to Roberto that there might be, uh, yeah, might be an issue there. Racist. Well, the thought was there. <laughs> you know. The letter was there. Rico, Roberto, you know, he tried. He tempted. But all those Negroes look the same. Nah, that's, that's, don't play that. All right, we'll have too much or not enough. We'll get to that. If you would like to play, maybe we, let's have Judge Reed. Ask Judge Reed if he wants to play. If Judge Reed does not want to play, then we'll have somebody else play. 877-99 on Fox. We get to too much or not enough. Also have Roberto's or Rico's wall of drops coming up in a little bit. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia is here. He will enlighten you with the latest from the Geico Studios. Eddie. Well, Ben, quick check of the NBA. Just three games on the schedule, highlighted by the Golden State Warriors in action. They beat the Atlanta Hawks 110-103, and they win without injured star Steph Curry and suspended star Draymond Green. He was banned one game without pay by the team for a locker room confrontation with teammate Kevin Durant the night before after a loss to the Clippers. Durant did play in the game and led the team with 29 points. Warriors are 12-3 and on the year. Rockets go into Denver, knock off the Nuggets 109-99. After starting the year 9-1, and Denver's now dropped four in a row. Cavaliers are winners over the Hornets 113-89. News from the NFL, the league is moving. Monday's showdown between the 9-1 and Kansas City Chiefs and the 9-1 and LA Rams from Mexico How City said, you think to Joe, Los Angeles. Joe Tessitore was going to tell stories about these great Mexican restaurants he was going to eat at in Mexico. Oh, there's be devastated. There's some good ones here in L.A. You can still use them. I would say better Mexican restaurants in L.A. than Mexico City. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, poor field conditions at Azteca Stadium, the reason for the move. That's a lie. Standout running back Le'Veon Bell failed to report to the Pittsburgh Steelers on Tuesday before the deadline to sign his franchise tag. That means he will not play this entire season and he will forfeit $14.5 million. Major League Baseball, Bob Melvin of the Oakland A's is your American League Manager of the Year. Brian Snitker of the Atlanta Braves is the Manager of the Year in the National Ooh. League. 
Brian Snitker. Nobody, nobody knows who they are. Never heard of them. That's probably true. This support is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore, though, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And the NHL season continues tonight with the Colorado Avalanche hosting the Boston Bruins. Yeah, Tuka Rask is coming back. He's yeah, not going to play. From his, back from, what, what was going on with him? Personal well, reasons. Personal reasons. I don't want to get into it. It's personal business here. Okay. But he's going to be back. He will not play in this game, but Tuka Rask will be back by the end of the week. No. In, in Yaroslav Halak will for be my in Bruins. Uh, Bruins Halak. hosting the Avs. That's at seven thirty Eastern time, and that's our Discover card key matchup. Speaking of matchups, become a new card member and Discover card will match all the cash back you've earned, dollar for dollar, at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com/slash/match. Limitations apply. Ben, one more note uh, from the oh, NBA. Dreaded one more note. Brooklyn Nets uh, was it guard Karis Levert. Remember, he had that horrible injury that you wouldn't look at because it makes you squeamish. Yeah. Apparently, it was a dislocated right foot, but they're saying he will actually return later this season. People were thinking, well, he's definitely done for the year. Maybe a career-threatening injury, yeah. but uh, it wasn't uh, that bad. Wasn't that bad, Roberto? Rico? Uh, I've seen worse. Yeah. Okay, so okay. he's uh, good. A modern medical miracle. Dislocated foot. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. They just pop it back well, in, I guess. I don't know. Why were people like looking like they were ready to cry? I mean, what's up with that? Well, because his foot was facing yeah. the wrong direction. <laughs> it was, oh, it was yeah. going the wrong direction. How is that just it. dislocated though? It's facing the wrong direction. It, it popped it? out of what it was lo- what it was located to. Really? Yeah. So instead Hence of just, the dislocation. Yeah. Instead of breaking in half and facing the wrong way, it was just floating there, facing the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine them popping it back into place, like in the locker room? Woo! <laughs> the worst, other than the pain, is to look down and see. You oh yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like that wow. guy, the the player from Louisville. That was the worst thing ever. Oh, where Kevin? Kevin Ware? Ware, yeah. I heard he's still playing in Europe or something. He's overseas, he's playing basketball. Good for him. Yeah. yeah, that was nasty. That was terrible. Right in front of Patino too. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's they by far a, the worst I've ever. They seen. put a towel. Remember they put the towel? Yeah, because the bone came out of his skin. What was uh, well, Joe Feisman for me was the you know that was he did have a sock on, so it kind of helped. Uh, Ben, you were Cameron live Cameron. during the Joe Thyssen? No, I saw it on YouTube. Oh. Yeah, I saw it on YouTube. It was video. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get to the game. We're from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. And we say hello to Judge Reed, who was sending me food. Hello. He was he was sending me food porn earlier. Looked like a nice burger there. You had some some curly fries next to you, Judge Reed. That's a good that's a good meal. Not healthy, but it's a good meal. Hey, that's what we do in Kansas City. We love the barbecue. We love to put a bunch of crap on our burgers. Oh, you almost said a word. He almost did. Yeah, Yeah. almost said, but I got to catch myself. That would have been a tremendous crescendo for this. Uh, Because, yeah, I know you tried to call the other day, and I didn't get to you, and I felt bad about that. So we're going to have you play too much or not enough. You're a big Chiefs apologist, though, Judge Reed. Is that right? You're a big Chiefs guy? Oh, absolutely. I'm a season ticket holder. Oh, you are? Oh, cool. Yes. So don't be too upset when the Rams win on Monday, okay? That'd be all right. Oh, I won't. Oh, he's agreeing with me. I thought I'd get some pushback on that, Judge Reed. But are you? You're not the guy. Somebody sent me a message when this first came out that there was a conspiracy right away that this game was going to be moved back to L.A. Like, no, that was that was uh, Kansas City Jose, another oh. Twitter user. I was on there. You saying like EPLs or something that the NFL was doing this a conspiracy theory? Yeah, and yeah. All was, these fake 
pictures out there for to try to get the EPL cells back up in Los Angeles and just a whole bunch of other stuff. So Yeah, I like it. That's very creative, deep state conspiracy stuff. Well, let's play the game. Now, what do you do for a, a job, Judge Reed? Oh, I'm a uh, blackjack dealer up at Harrah's, North Kansas City. Oh, you are. Oh, nice. Okay, yes. play the cards. Well, good luck to you. Too much or not enough, you go five for five. You'll get two golden tickets, but all you have to do is get three out of five right. And as we learned last week with our friend Rachel in Montebello, that you don't have to know anything about sports. It's the magic of the show, and you can still get every question right or get every question wrong. Question number one, Elijah Manning has had 22 career game-winning drives on Monday night. Is that uh, He had his 22nd row in his career on Monday night. Is that too much or not enough? That is way too much. Elijah Manning is not that clutch. All right. He says not enough. Uh, or you, what, you said too much? Is that what you said too much? I said too much. Oh, you said too much. All right. Is he right? I just said not enough. Uh, Eli has had 36 game-winning drives. Now, my theory on that is because he throws a lot of interceptions, so that's why the Giants are behind. He's like Joey Harrington used to fall behind at Oregon by a touchdown or two early because of his mistakes, and then he'd come back. But only Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees have had more. Question number two, you're 0 for 1. Todd Gurley, number 30. Todd Gurley is the sixth player in NFL history to score a touchdown in each of his team's first 10 games. Is that too much or not enough? I believe that is too much. He's going too much. Is he right? That is correct. You can put it on the board. That's right. Judge Reed got it right. Good job by you. Too much. There's only been four. He's the fourth player to do it, along with O.J. Simpson, Lenny Moore, and Elroy, better known as Crazy Legs Hirsch. Imagine a player today named Crazy Legs. There'd be a lawsuit. Oh, my God, this is offensive. I'm triggered. Give me my warm glass of milk. Question number three. There have been four players in the NFL aged 41 or older to record a catch, is that too much or not enough? Um, let's do not enough. Not enough. All right, he's totally guessing. Not enough. Is he right? No. Uh, Tom Brady caught a pass in the Patriots' blowout loss by Tennessee or to Tennessee, and he was the second. Jerry Rice and Tom Brady are the only ones. All right, so you got some work to do. There's no margin for error, Judge Reed. you got to – you got to come up 21 here on these last two, okay? Okay. All right. Question number four. LeBron James has had three game-winning dunks in the final minute of a game during his career. Is that too much or not enough for the self-titled King James? Uh, that is not enough. He says not enough. All right, this is to stay alive for Judge Reed, and you get to question number five. Not too much. Uh, LeBron typically defers or takes jump shots, but it was his first number one, the one and only for LeBron. Well, you did not win, Judge Reed. We have a nice parting gift, though, a trip to nowhere. Conditions do apply as long as – trip to Loserville, more like Well, trip to nowhere, and, uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. And you get a lifetime supply of nothing. The holidays are coming up, and – so if you want nothing, Loser. call us up. We'll send you nothing. Uh, that's a lifetime supply of nothing. So whenever you want nothing, call up the Ben Maller Show. We're the show that gives you nothing. We have no budget. Uh, we have Blind Scott promoting the show. That's our budget. We don't pay him. So. 
Uh, thank you, Judge Reed. We were gonna we're gonna get to Roberto's or is it Rico's? No, he said Rigo. Oh, he said Rico, not Rico. He said Rigo. Rigo. I thought, I thought he, he said, said Repo. I thought oh. he said Rigo. I thought he said Rico. What did he say? Who? Say what? I thought he said Rigo. Who's on third? No, I think he said Rico. Eddie. Re- I thought it was Rico. Yeah, Rico. Oh. I thought it was Repo. So I'm Italian now. Yeah, I think it's Rico. What was it? He said, Re- you thought Rigo? Rigo, yeah. Nah, I think Rico. I think I'm going Rico. Anyway, we'll have it. We're going to run out of time. We keep talking here. We are going to have Rico, Roberto, whatever you want to call him. We'll have the wall of drops next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Turn up the lights. Find something else. It's time for Roberto's Wall of Drops. Play it now. Each week, our tech plays three drops that should be used more. Then you decide which one stays in rotation on his digital wall. So, uh, you get to help Roberto build a wall. Answer that question. Since he was 15 years old, Ben Maller has been spouting on FSR. Royals having their problems on the road. I'm Ben Maller. And you need to talk more. Not a problem for Ben. Thousands of good drops to choose from. Box, 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 chicken. I'm the doctor. They're drafting of Robert Nickenjian. Here's Roberto's Wall of Drops. Oh, it's Rico. You get that right. Rico's <laughs> Wall of Drops. Well, let's do it every time about this period of time. We don't have a lot of time. It's small talk, but Roberto's picked out three drops from the archives, as you hear, you just heard, and hundreds, thousands of drops here over the years that we've picked up from stupid stuff we've said, listeners have said, uh, obviously the callers, which are the listeners, and we put it all together. Roberto puts it together here, and we'll put a poll up on my Twitter account, at Ben Maller, for the next 48 hours, and you can vote one vote per customer, your favorite out of the three. We'll announce the winner on Friday morning. Just before lame jokes of the week, and Roberto will then add that winner to the wall of drops. What are some of the recent drops we had that are winners, Roberto? We've had some. Heat. We had the Eddie edition. We hey, had, Amanda, what's up? There's that. I was. I'm in not there. attracted to women. That's an edit. That shouldn't have won. Uh, but this week it is the Coop the Loop edition. Is that right? That's right. Coop a Loop. Coop a Loop. Here, what do we have on Roberto's wall of drops? Here's the first one. We have a, a listener uh, paying homage to Coop, but Coop has to pay up for something. I don't know okay. what it is. Koopa Loop will have to pay. Oh, that's probably one of the many bets that he lost against <laughs> me. Uh, many think? bets. Yeah. One, there's been one. Loser. Koopa Loop will have to pay. That's oh, like a insurance jingle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's got a nice jingle. You guys know that? who that do listener you, is? Do you remember? I don't remember who P- that play is. Play that one more time. Koopa Loop will have to pay. Yeah, I don't Trying to place it. I, I can't quite place it. It's good, though. I like it. Whoever did that, that's a good job by you. All right, that's drop I, number one. The next one, I think it's going to be the clear-cut clear, uh, clear cut winner. Easy for you to say? Okay. Yeah. All right. I went to I went to school dressed up as a uh, as a giant tampon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've heard that one a fair amount, but I, listen, it's, a, it's popular, the uh, reference to his Halloween I went to I went to school dressed up as a... Uh, as a giant tampon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And drop number three, the third and final drop on the Koopa Loop edition of Roberto's Wall of Drops. 
uh, Coop ref- referring to here to uh, something. I don't know what it is, Coop. I would add four inches to my height. No, no. See, uh, to my no, height. No, turn sure. his mic off. Turn his mic off. We don't need him adding to that. Play, play it again. Try again. I would add four inches. Yeah, add four inches, Coop. I think we have our winner. See, Roberto, you think it's going to be number two? I'm going to go with number three. I think it's going to be number two. I never heard number two before. I went to, oh, I went heard to school before. dressed up as a uh, as a giant tampon. Right. I'm going to. I don't get to vote because it's on my Twitter feed. But I, I'm going to go with. If I could vote, I'd vote for number three, Eddie. Yeah, I'm going to go three also. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Roberto. Number three is going to be the winner. But play them real quick. One, we got to go. Boom, boom, Jeez. boom. Number one. I would. Add four inches. Well, that's not number one. That's it's number the three. last one. Number one. Koopa Loop will have to pay. Number two. I went to I went to school dressed up as a uh, as a giant tampon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would uh, add four inches. I'd add four minutes is what I would add. Four four seconds. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. To pay a price, Le'Veon Bell. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So the unsigned franchise player of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Le'Veon Bell, did not report to work on Tuesday. We talked about this. I assume you know by now the deadline was at 4 p.m. Eastern time. And he said, no, Ixnay on the football A. So he's out for the remainder of the 2018 season. By not reporting to work, Le'Veon Bell forfeited the remaining part of his franchise tag that he had not already lost, $6.8 million that Le'Veon Bell has decided he does not want. The total lost revenue, $14.5 million. That was the tender price. And boy, did he show the Steelers. He showed the Steelers who's the boss. That's me, Le'Veon Bell. Done. Uh, So we've talked a lot about this. We talked about it earlier. You can go back and hear the podcast, some initial uh, thoughts on this. But it it is really a special kind of neurosis, what what Le'Veon Bell has been able to pull off. He will never get this money back. And it's it's done, you know. We mentioned abracadabra and all that. The money has left, as the late great Tigers broadcaster Ernie Harwell would would say if he was here, uh, that Le'Veon Bell stood there like the house by the side of the road and watched it go by. The money went by, and that's it. So, the thing that I would like to discuss: this obviously is not a well reasoned business decision. I'm not wired that way. I've mentioned this several times that I, I just I don't get it. But th- the Steelers could theoretically tag Le'Veon Bell again, but that's not likely to happen. And depending on who you listen to, that could be a lot more money than just the $14.5 million. But it likely means the outcome is going to be that Le'Veon Bell will be an unrestricted free agent to roam around the NFL to find the highest bidder. I know you spent a lot of time in your life, you're getting up, if you're listening new this hour, you're likely getting up to get your day started. If you're still listening, you're working overnight. 
Maybe you're working your second or your third job. You're delivering the newspaper. You're hustling, trying to make a couple of bucks. I'm sure you have a lot of empathy for Le'Veon Bell, who just turned down $14.5 million, and you really hope he gets a big contract. There, There's now the seed that's being planted from Le'Veon Bell's camp to try to paint the picture that he could actually end up being blacklisted. Some of the advocates of Le'Veon Bell in the mainstream football media, uh, Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, Mike Freeman of the Bleacher Report, planting the seed that there is concern of collusion against Le'Veon Bell. I love the word collusion because he is a strong-willed player fighting the machine, the corporate machine of the NFL, and painting him as the victim. So let's discuss. Now the question is, do you think Le'Veon Bell will be shunned by NFL teams when he does eventually become a free agent because of his decision to sit out this year? Uh, Now I'm going to go N plus O, and that would be no. That's my answer. I do not believe the deep state conspiracy on this, that there's going to be collusion. But that does not mean that the rumors of collusion will not be used as an excuse. So my perspective, you've got down the stream, Big Three and Maserati. Down the stream, Big Three and Maserati. We'll link all these together. Now, A, Le'Veon Bell... It's fair to say, based on his decision-making, has unrealistic expectations of what his actual value is. It's great to have the idea that you are going to end up getting the entire universe, but reality tells us something different. You have stars, right? Stars. People love stars in football, and that certainly is a selling point that Le'Veon Bell is known as a headliner in the league. However, the Steelers have demonstrated that you really just need a competent running back. James Conner coming out like manna from heaven, dropping out of the heavens there. And James Conner entering stage right has been a very solid player. Who? He's been better than Le'Veon Bell in some areas, as good in many areas as as Bell. The other thing to remember you, you don't get to just row, row your boat gently down the stream if you're Le'Veon Bell. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. It is not a dream. Okay, It's reality. Actions have consequences. Do I think there's going to be mass collusion and the league's going to get together and huddle up and say, no, no, we can't sign this guy? No, I don't think that. But that doesn't mean that individual teams can't reach that decision. And the reality is the actions of Le'Veon Bell showed that he is easily influenced by peer pressure. He also does not love football. Now, what's my evidence that he does not love football? Uh, He's being used as a pawn. People have an agenda. He's being used as a pawn for those that have that agenda to try to blow up the business model of the NFL he also, because of his lack of love, my evidence is his own Twitter feed. 2013, Le'Veon Bell said this. If you, he added an extra you, if you could sit out a year of a sport you play and you're not injured or something else is preventing you to play, then you don't love it. Uh, those are his words. So every one of the you's, he had an extra you. You, you, that's how you said, you. All right, 
Now, we will see how this act of betrayal uh, plays out. That's part B, right? Free agent market. What is Le'Veon Bell's elevator pitch? If you're the agent for Le'Veon Bell, what's your elevator pitch? If I'm representing Bell, uh, he he would be playing for the Steelers right now. That's number one. He'd be making uh, more than the $6.8 million. He'd be making closer to the fourteen point five. million. I'd have him play the whole year. I would have advised him as counsel Le'Veon Bell play the entire year. He would have gotten paid. But the pitch is simple. It's the big three. It, it, the big three. What is the big three? I'll tell you. Age, star power, production. 26 years old, soon to be 27, uh, which is not old. It's middle-aged for a running back. Prime of his career. You're a headliner. You've got that star power, that charisma. Been a game-breaker, a key cog on some good Steeler teams during the regular season. That would be my selling point. This is not some nondescript, undistinguished player. This is a player that people know about. They know who his name, you know, name. They know a lot about him. Now, the parting shot on this, Le'Veon Bell has not been happy, clearly, because he's not playing, and I believe he will never be satisfied with his contract. The collusion talk is unrealistic. You need to have real evidence, and I'm pretty sure that the NFL, based on what's gone on with Colin Kaepernick and Mr. Reed and these other guys that are throwing out, collusion, collusion, collusion! running out with collusion, collusion, collusion for everything. It's fair to say if you work at the headquarters on Park Avenue for the NFL, you're more than aware of collusion. So for collusion to happen, the NFL, someone that works at the league office, like Roger Goodell or one of his minions, some other dope at the league office, would have to send out a mass email text message or maybe messenger pigeon, the swallows of Capistrano to send a message out to inform all teams not to sign Le'Veon Bell. Does that seem plausible? Does that seem reasonable? Uh, no. Yeah, exactly. But again, each team individually can come to that conclusion. It's why Colin Kaepernick is not going to win his his case, which is dragging through the legal system. But it, it is slightly complicated with Le'Veon Bell because of the fact by sitting out a healthy year, for a, for what? what? What kind of statement is he going to make? I, I, I debated this earlier. I was doing the moonlighting gig, which ended Weed Man Hippie's uh, residence. But I, I was getting in as we were going back and forth about this. And Matt from the Cape, we were debating this. And, and some other people were trying to defend Le'Veon Bell. To me, it's an undefendable position. The, the, the main defense of Le'Veon Bell is, hey, he's giving up $14 million to get $40 million. But to me, it doesn't work that way. You're never going to get back this $14 million. And the idea that he's going to break the bank, Todd Gurley got, I believe, $45 million. I looked it up a few hours ago. My, my brain is mashed potatoes at this point. But I, I believe it was $45 million. So does Le'Veon Bell get that much? Does he get $50 million? Somewhere in that neighborhood. But he will never get back the missed opportunity he had this year. The smart play would be to take the franchise tag, play it out, the $14.5 million, bet on yourself, right? Bet on yourself. But it's just a flawed argument. It's, well, he's, you know, he wanted to leave this money. By that argument, then any player making the league minimum, any rookie that thinks they're going to be a superstar 
and thinks they're going to get paid a lot of money shouldn't play for the bare minimum because why would you do that? You know, down the line, you're going to be worth a lot more money. So why should you take short money when you can wait and get the real money? Do you understand the slippery slope Pandora's box that has been opening? So he's going to be chasing Bell the $14.5 million he missed out on for a very long time. He's never going to quite get there, right? And it's it's kind of like buying a car. As far as the teams that will be interested in, in Bell, and the teams have been mentioned the Ravens, the Texans, the Colts, the Jets. The greatness of the Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. Like When you buy a car, you, you can put your money into it. You can spend a lot of money. You can buy a, a Nissan Versa, a Chevy Spark. They're for sale. You get a lot of bidders, right? It's not that much money. It's reasonable. You can afford it. Le'Veon Bell is marketing himself as a Maserati, as a Rolls Royce. Not that Many bidders want to. You, know, you don't have you don't have the money to pay for it, so not everyone can afford the high end automobile, the expensive automobile. You've priced yourself out of a number of teams, so that's another factor here. But they're just going to scream collusion, collusion, collusion. He's being ostracized. It's not right. Blah 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 blah. Listen, you made your decisions. You should have factored that in. If you're so concerned and so paranoid, there's paranoia about the NFL colluding, then Le'Veon Bell should have factored that into his decision. And if he didn't, that's on him. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, Garcia. No, but we've talked about players of the past. You know, we mentioned that they're entering a contract year, and that that yeah. usually is great motivation for them to play well, to you know increase their value. Now, if you're Le'Veon Bell and you sit out a whole year, I guess you could try and sell teams on the fact that hey, I'm I'm fresh now. I was, you know, I sat out a whole year. My body was able to become 100 percent, you know, healthy and all that. But doesn't this seem like not only has he left all that money on the table, but if you don't play, <laughs> that doesn't increase your value, right? I mean, uh, I would think yeah, it just seems from that aspect aspect it was a gross miscalculation as well. Yeah, I just don't get. I, I've I've read some of the the debate points that people are making about this that Le'Veon Bell is doing the right thing, and I keep going back to it that these people are idiots, and I don't. I just don't understand that mindset. I can't. Le'Veon Bell is a hero. I mean, what are you, what are you doing? You did, you did, I know. I know you want him on the Raiders, but. Oh, yeah, he's going to be on the Raider next year. Yeah, it's, yeah come on. What, 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 what are we doing? He's going to rush for 1,000 yards. On a video game. He and will, catch he will another rush, 500. He'll, he'll rush for 1,000 yards. Did you see this? This is a great way to sum up Le'Veon Bell and his stupidity. In his first five seasons, right, five seasons, Le'Veon Bell, he has earned $14.5 million in salary. He now has left $14.5 million in salary on the table by not signing the franchise tag from the Steelers. Oh, no. So essentially, he has given back the money the Steelers paid him by making this noble stand against the corporate machine that is the NFL. Just great. Just absolutely wonderful. All right, to the phones we go, and cashing a golden ticket is Justin in Cincinnati. Hello, Justin. Suck it, Coop. 
Okay, I want to say this. Fluffy Dave, thank you for your service. Weed Man, see, this whole bit is it's getting a little tiring. I'm going through a lot of stuff right now, and the Bowler Militia has helped me out, and I very much appreciate that. But this beggar, I mean, it's embarrassing. I was expecting more from you, Justin. I mean, I feel like you're ready to pass out. Are you okay? Everything all right with you? What's going on with you? No, I'm fine. I'm already going to work. But, I mean, look, we all go through crap. I I mean, I got hit in the mouth. And I have to deal with it. But Weed Man's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Screw him. He should swallow a shotgun. That's probably not helpful. Uh, thank you. All right. There you go. Moron. All right, so uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Well, we were waiting for it. Pretty much every golden ticket Justin uses, we end up having to dump it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Bad Ombre Victor says, did it make sense for Le'Veon Bell sitting out uh, revenue he lost will just balance out uh, a too small a contract to replace the $14 million. I, don't, I don't think that was written properly. Yeah, think, that doesn't make sense. That's, yeah. uh, that's a bad job by you. Shame on you. Uh, we will press on. We will take your calls. Later this hour, password, the word game of the stars password. We still have to pay off that bad first impression. We'll get to that. And... It's the love boat. We'll go there as well. We'll do it all, and we will do it next. You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of the Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program to help add new listeners like yourself. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. So the love boat would be Sammy Sosa. He turned 50 years old, Sammy Sosa, this week, and they had a big party in South Florida. And my man, the old Chicago Cubs star from many, many years ago now, Sammy Sosa posted a bunch of pictures. Oh, man, he looks terrible. He's looked the same for years, though. He changed his appearance. Dramatic. I love the one though. He's with his, I guess that's his wife there, and he's dressed up like the captain of the love boat, and that's how he <laughs> dressed at his birthday party. You know, I I remember when when Sosa before Sosa hit all those home runs before he was uh, like the Hulk. Uh, I remember I had a very good conversation with him, like just off the record conversation with him in the visiting dugout at Dodger Stadium, just like about life stuff. And then, like uh, like a year later, he showed up and hit like a gazillion home runs. And I was like, "What the hell happened?" He was a good player, but he wasn't a great player. And he, for a couple of years, he was the top player in baseball. Remember when he when he had to go to Congress and he forgot how to speak English and he needed a translator? Uh, that was convenient. <laughs> Damn right, I do the same thing. Oh, oh, that's not. Come on, how dare you? What's wrong with you? How dare you? All right. Well, happy birthday to Sammy Sosa, fifty years old. He, I'd say he doesn't look old, but he doesn't look like Sammy Sosa. I don't know if he looks, <laughs> he looks old like or a not. He's a different person. He's reinvented himself. Quite the party. You can tell Sammy loves the fact that he made a S load of money playing for the Cubs because this is just a elitist. Pe- people are wearing tuxedos and just having a grand old time. 
just looked like a bunch of annoying people to me. That's what it looked like to me. I just people I don't want to hang out with. Uh, let's go to uh, let's see here. I hate getting dressed all dressed up like that. Let's, uh, who should we? Oh, Tammy in Montana. Let's go to the lovely and talented. Hey, where are the white women at? Montana. Montana. Yeah, clearly <laughs> Montana. Hello, Tammy. Hey, Ben. I just wanted to um, wish uh, good health to Jason in Windsor and Alexis. Hopefully, Alexis gets out of that um, nursing home one of these days. Yeah. Um, Justin is correct uh, in stating that we all have things that we have to deal with. Um, for example, Mr. Wonderful is so miserable because his dad actually is his grandpa and his mom is actually his sister. Uh-oh. But I think Mr. Wonderful should make the best of the situation. Happy inbreeding with your mommy. All right. Only <laughs> female. <laughs> all right. you, you are a bar fucking uh, brat. All right. Thank you. Uh, very nice, Tammy. I don't know how much of that made it on the air. but uh... Maller. All right, thank you. Very kind. Uh, let's see. Let's, I feel the love. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you knew that was coming. You knew that rebuttal was coming. Let's go to the, we have a snorer on line four. Hello, snorer. Is this real? No, nah, not real. It's like a recording, right? That's not real. I don't know. Why would somebody just put a recording? Sounds real. Why would somebody stay on hold if they're snoring? How do you put snoring? You went to the phones? He was snoring? Yeah, I went to screen it. I mean, they called during the, the last segment during where we didn't take any calls. So oh, that was I, boring, yeah. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> he was on hold for, I'd say, like 25 minutes before I uh, picked up the phone. Yeah. Hmm. Can we recognize him from his snore? No, it doesn't sound familiar. Mm-mm. It's good though. It's a solid snore. It is. Good it's not. It's not quite as violent as hollering James. Well, nothing. That's wake the gold, up. That's the gold standard. Whoa. Yeah. All right. He's on a sleep number bed. No, if he was on a sleep number bed, it would likely be better. It would. It doesn't cure snoring, but it makes it better. Oh, I see what you did there, Robert. I see what you did there. Yeah. No, leave him up. No, leave him up. All right. Yeah. No, don't don't get rid of him. Yeah. I'm going to tell him while he's sleeping about sleep number. Oh, there you go. We, we we all know sleep is a big deal. Look at this guy. He can't even oh, stay awake to get on the radio. <laughs> Does he realize he's part of a national commercial for sleep number? Does he realize that? <laughs> I don't think so. No, but sleep's a big deal. And you know, consider someone you know who is in the military or a veteran. Imagine how much a good night's sleep means to them. This guy right here, the snorer, he could be a veteran. I don't know. He could be in the military. From military heroes to everyday heroes like people that call radio shows and fall asleep, the new Sleep Number 360 smart bed helps everyone get the proven quality sleep that will change their life. Think about how much better this guy would be if he got some quality sleep. Yeah, you'd be, yeah, that's right. Now, my sleep number setting is 50. I'm right in the middle of the sleep number scale. My wife's at 40, so we're different, right? We're different. What's, sir, what's your sleep number, sir? Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Many couples disagree (laughs) on mattress firmness. Now, sleep number beds let you choose your ideal firmness on each side, so it's just right for both of you. The new beds are so smart. Sir, how smart are they, sir? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. They're very smart. They'll sense your every move and automatically adjust to you, keeping you sleeping comfortably throughout the night. So I'm trying to do a commercial here, please. Come in during the Veterans Day sale, still going on, save $400 on a Queen Sleep Number 360C4 smart bed. Now only $1,299. Plus, there's exclusive savings reserved for military and veterans. How about that? Yeah, you're excited. Oh, we're oh, really excited. Sleep Number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. You're only going to find Sleep Number at one of their 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Visit sleepnumber.com slash maller. That's sleepnumber.com slash maller. Find the one nearest you. Now, for additional resources, Snore, you know where to go? Do you know where to check it out for additional resources? Oh, yes, that's right. Learn more about home, wellness, and tech from the leader in hashtag smart sleep by visiting the Sleep Number blog at blog.sleepnumber.com. Hopefully our friends at Sleep Number aren't offended by this commercial. All right. <laughs> that was great, man. I would say that's in the top five commercials we've ever oh, done. Oh, yes. Yes, right? Come on. Yes. That was perfect. God. guy was on the air for like seven minutes. And he didn't I know. He will have no idea. Go back and hear the podcast. Sir. You're a big star. He won't even know who he is on the <laughs> podcast because you have no idea who he is. All right. We'll press on a bad first impression. We, we've also got... Password, the word game of the stars. Can we have the snorer play Password? We'll get to that right now, though. We say hello to a man that also snores, or does he? We don't know. Eddie Garcia with the latest. Eddie? I've been told occasionally that that may happen. Uh, We had uh, three games in the NBA last night, highlighted by the Warriors back in action, beating the Hawks 110-103. Now, we know injured star Steph Curry is out with that groin injury, but uh, suspended Draymond Green not in the lineup because the team banned him for one game without pay for a locker room confrontation the night before with teammate Kevin Durant after a loss to the Clippers. Durant did play. He had 29 points. Golden State's now 12-3 and on the season. Rockets beat the Nuggets in Denver 109-99. After starting the year 9-1, Denver's now dropped four in a row. And the Cavaliers beat the Hornets 113-89. News from the NFL, the league is moving Monday's showdown between the 9-1 Kansas City Chiefs and the 9-1 LA Rams from Mexico City to Los Angeles because of poor field conditions at Azteca Stadium. Standout running back Le'Veon Bell failed to report to the Pittsburgh Steelers by Tuesday's deadline to sign his franchise tag. He will not play this year. He is ineligible to play, and he is forfeiting the full $14.5 million he was to make this year. <laughs> Major League Baseball, Bob Melvin of the Oakland A's named the American League Manager of the Year, and Brian like Brian I, I Snitker to... of the Hold On of the Atlanta Braves oh, Manager okay. of the Year uh, in the NL. Yes, well, I, I used to work with a guy. He'd always get upset when when people in sports had two first names, like Bob Melvin. It sucks, they had two first names. You gotta pick. If you there's have... not too many Melvins out there, though. No, but right? that's a, uh, Melvin Gordon. I had there's a, a few. I have an Uncle Mel, Uncle Melvin, but like, like there, there used to be. It's not. It's not a, a name used as much anymore. But it's two first names, is what it is. If your last name is like a first name, then you should have a longer first name. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Like Sebastian Melvin or something like that. Hmm. No? Food for thought. 
This uh, NHL season continues tonight with the Colorado Avalanche hosting the Boston Bruins at 7.30 Eastern. It's our Discover Card key matchup. Speaking of matchups, become a new card member, and Discover Card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply. Ben, did you see the New York Post story that says this season will likely be the last for Marv Albert as the lead play-by-play broadcaster for TNT? Why? Now he's 77 years old. Oh, that he could has, be why. He has been the lead play-by-play guy for TNT since 1999. Yeah. Now you know I don't watch the NBA. No. I, I, you do. How much? Uh, how much has Marv lost off the fastball? Well, see the the thing about legendary broadcasters like Marv Albert and Al Michaels is you go back to your youth. So like you overlook their mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like except for Dick Stockton, people still rip Dick Stockton when he said the Nuggets instead of the Broncos in the Open. They they kill him on that. Uh, but yeah. You know, He's he's good. He's not as good. He's a, he's a little off. I'd say he's lost about forty percent, Marv Albert. But he's still good. He's still so effective. 70, huh? What a pain in the ass that travel must be, though. You know, he's been doing it since he was like what nineteen or something. Yeah. Is his is Kenny Albert going to replace him? Are they just going to have another Albert slide in there? Don't know. Don't know oh, about who might okay. replace him. Maybe you, Eddie. That would be, uh, that would pretty, be surprising. A, that be yeah. pretty surprising. That would be strange. Yeah. Yeah. We like Kenny Albert, though. Yeah, Kenny's a friend of the show. We're big fans of Kenny good, Albert. He's yeah. a good hockey guy. Yeah. People seem to enjoy that Sleep Number commercial. I they thought it was like wonderful. It's great, yeah. Uh, Mario writes and says, Ladies and gentlemen, the live radio ad of the year goes to the Ben Maller Show and Snoring Norman. <laughs> that could have been Norman. <laughs> he says, Always get your toast, butter, uh, both sides. There you go. <laughs> Judge Reed says we need to sl- save that sleep number commercial. Uh, yeah, maybe like the year-end show. We'll save that for the year-end show. We'll put that in the year-end show. It's uh, so the Ben Maller show on. Been invaded by a swarm of killer bees. Yes, I- you have been uh, in- invaded by a swarm. Let's go to Legally Blind Chris, who's next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Legally Blind Chris. Hmm. Oh. I enjoy when Chris calls, but apparently he's not there. So we'll go to, is it is it Angel in Miami? Is that correct? On the line uh, five? Yes. Uh, is this a weed man? It's not weed man, is it? Cause weed hey. man. Hello? Hello? Yes, Angel. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hi, Angel. What's uh, up? My second time calling. Um, I'm the one to call. Ben, hi to you and everybody there. I, I'm the one to call a while back ago talking to you about Nick Saban. He will retire in two years. I still believe that, and also um, Belichick. I, th- I think that he definitely look on the sidelines sometimes. He, to me, it's, he, he's, his time is up, um, in my opinion. Um, and, but I wanted to talk to you um, about the guy holding out from Pittsburgh. I, I think that things are being a little bit unfair to him. There's other people who are held out, and this is the first time I've seen so, so many people said, the big mistake and all this stuff. And I'm going to go back a little bit, if you allow me. A long time ago, when Dan Marino um, um, held out uh, in Miami, and at that, around that time, people were upset. I'm sure the Dolphins were upset. You know, this guy, nobody wanted it. We got him, and blah, 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 blah. You know, it is a business. It is a part of, yeah. you know, $50 million. Yeah. Man, I, I'll buy for a million dollars. 
But hey, this you know that to me. Uh, no, 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 no! Don't try to no, 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 don't 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 try to justify it. It's a mistake. Just call it what it is. He ma- he made a blunder, Le'Veon Bell, and it's generational money. That's enough money for you know he's made a good amount, fourteen and a half million. But another fourteen and a half million, that's you know future generations of the Bell family. Cha ching, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. Yeah. Let's check in with the snorer with more on this. Hello, snorer. All right, thank you for that. I love, I love those guys. Good snore, good radio, right? Leah, what happened to Antonio? Has he checked in lately with you? Baby? Oh, the kid caller Antonio. I've not heard from kid caller Antonio. He did say he was still going to be calling the show. To play, remember he wanted to play Balderdash? Yeah, he, I feel bad. Every week the kid wanted to play Balderdash. Get the hell out of here. Didn't quite go so well. but everyone... Didn't he beat Justin? Oh, yeah, he, he, that's correct. That was one of the great upsets in the yeah, history the of history, Balderdash. Yeah, that was a stunner. All right, let's, let's cue the open. Let's meet our contestants real quick, and then we'll get to the actual game. Here we go. Hit that. Attention, everyone. And the password is password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. All right, password time. We have our contestants lined up, ready to go. We have, who do we have? We have Cornbread in Indiana. Hello, Cornbread. What's up, Ben, Coop, Eddie, Roberto, Meyer Militia, and the Treasure State Tenderoni, Tammy in Montana. What's up, guys? Yeah, that. She's a feisty one, That our friend Tammy in Montana. Ooh. Yeah. Although she's yeah. getting offers, more offers for a date. Uh, people want to date her. It's a mix here. It's a great mix because some people are very upset with her, and then you've got, like, Salsa, who we met, very good guy, Salsa, who traveled all the way from Puerto Rico to meet us in San Bernardino, and he is, uh, he's like, I'll take, i got to go to Montana to take Tammy on a date. How about that? There you go. All right, Cornbread, welcome. What do you do for a living again? I'm a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, man. Uh, we, a retired degenerate. We love that, and we are working degenerates here at Fox Sports Radio. Hold on well, a second. I woke, up, I woke up feeling dangerous. Uh-oh. And we have Anthony in St. Paul. Hello, Anthony. Hello, sir. How's it going? Welcome. Wake up, Anthony. Wake up. I'm up. I'm up. All right. What do you do for a living, Anthony? I'm a forklift operator for a distributing company. Oh, there you go. That's right. We've, we've, you've called before, haven't you? Haven't you called before? Uh, probably about close to a year ago. It's been a while. Vaguely remember that, but maybe I'm not remembering. I thought I remembered you talking to you. All right, hold on a second. So, uh, Cornbread, who do you like to partner up with? You can play with me, Ben, Eddie, Roberto, or Rico, and Kubalu. I'm going to go with you, Ben. Let's see if we can't kick some ass. All right, Cornbread, me and you side by side, pal. And we've got Anthony in St. Paul. Anthony. I'll go with Eddie Garcia. Okay, that's a bad job by you. And put an L next to your name. Yeah, he likes to win. That's the matchup. I'm going to be eating some cornbread before Thanksgiving. We'll get to that, and we'll have Password next. Same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And right back to Password we go. It is the Word Game of the Stars. Password brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you treat you. Thanks to our friends at Discover Card. We have Cornbread in Indiana. 
And he is matched up with me. We are a team, and we have Anthony in St. Paul, drives that forklift, and he is matched up with Eddie. So we have a list of 10 words, gentlemen, 1 to 10, and each word has a point value of 10 points. With every incorrect answer, we knock it down to 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, and then typically we get bored, throw the word out. Cornbread, you got on the air first, and you can pick the number, 1 to 10. Number three, Ben. Number three. All right, number three. Let's go with timid. Cornbread, are you there, Cornbread? <laughs> Did you fall asleep? I'm there, man. Soft. No. You say soft? I think you oh, said oh, soft. I know what it is, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, too, too late, late now, now yeah. you moron. All right, go <laughs> ahead. Uh, Anthony, their clue was timid. I'm going to say bashful. Shy. That's correct. Oh. Cornbread. I mean, I laid it up right there, Cornbread. It was yeah, right there. Yeah, I know, man. We'll get him. We'll get him. Yeah. Go ahead, Anthony. Pick a number one to ten, but not three. Go lucky number seven. Number seven. Good luck, Anthony. Uh, number seven. Um, let's go with fangs. Oh, Eddie. Fangs? Fangs with an F. F-A-N-G-S. Make sure fangs. That, make sure you say that one properly. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with teeth. That's correct. All right. There you got it right. Uh, Come on, Cornbread. What's the score? Who cares about the 19 score? 19 to nothing. Oh, thank you, Coop. Keep, nobody keeps score anymore. That's wow. so old school, Eddie. Nobody wants scores anymore. We're going to rally, Ben. Just give yeah. me a good one. Come on now. Let's oh, go yeah. with number five. Help, help old Cornbread out there. Number ben. five. All right. Let's go with uh, Let's go with create. Invent. Bam! Babe, right wow. back in the game. Right back in the game. We're in it to win it, man. Let's da- go. Damn right, Cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go-, go ahead, Anthony. Pick a number, one to ten, but not three, five, or seven. Four. Number four. All right. E to the Z. All right, Anthony, uh, the uh, clue is razor. Blade. No. Oh. oh, right there. Let's go with trim. Cornbread? Corn? Cut. No! Oh, no! I'm going to have biscuits this Thanksgiving instead of cornbread. How dare you? Ain't nothing better than cornbread, man. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Let's uh, go. Underlay vatos. You know. So, Anthony, <laughs> we, we said razor and cut. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, cream. Shave. That's correct. Oh. That's some dry, that? flaky cornbread right there. Oh, cornbread. <laughs> you've, you've left a bunch of runners on base. You're like a Dodger. How dare you? It's <laughs> embarrassing. What's the score, Coop? I don't even. Who cares? It doesn't really matter. Twenty-seven to ten. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. That's cornbread's bad. You're, Go ahead you're and hang re- it up there. You're ben. shaming cornbread is what you're doing. Uh, back is it back to cornbread or no? It's back to you. Is that? Is that, that is correct? Oh crap! Well, go ahead, Eddie. You're gonna play the game, or what? What are you gonna, are you gonna do here? Let's see. One, two, six. Eight, nine, ten are available, Anthony. This is good because it's going right. to upset Coop because he's got to come up with a new list of words. Yeah. So let's run through all the words just to annoy Coop. <laughs> let's go number ten. Number, number ten. Number ten. Okay. Uh, whew, 
All right. Uh, let's see. Boy. Oh, this is easy. Well, Come on. I'll say uh, missing. No, oh, that's terrible. Go ahead. Chop, chop. Lost? No. no. Let's go. Let's go with unfilled. Empty. No. Oh, oh cornbread. Uh, I mean, what? I walk in, I'm limping out. That ain't no good, man. What's <laughs> well, your fault? <laughs> These uh, are wonderful clues. How I'm about you. I... Uh, vacant? I don't know. Absent. No. no. Let's go with. That's a great word. Um. Moo. Okay. Uh, moo? Did you say moo? Let's how go about moo. bear? Bear. B-A-R-E <laughs> as in bear. B- bear? Not, not the B-E-A-R. B-A-R-E. Delinquent. No. no it's, uh, the word we were looking for is a word that Coop should not have put on the list. Blank. Well, you just said it was easy. <laughs> that wasn't easy. Well, I'm playing with cornbread. It's corn, tougher I'm, when, you do it on, when you do it live. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Cornbread, I think you should just play the radio version, not actually on no, the radio. Think, I, think I, think it's, I think it's over. I think, I think that's uh, once again throwing ben the goes towel. down in defeat. Well, again, no, no you're, surprise. You're, you're shaming Cornbread, is what no, you're I'm doing. I'm shaming you. I mentioned no, your I, name. These were wonderful clues. This is a so great wonderful deal. that your partner no, you, couldn't get any no, of them but one. Cornbread's just a little off, man. It's it's mm-hmm. overcooked cornbread. Well, thank you, Anthony. Congratulations, you win a golden ticket. Ah, right. You win a golden ticket. It's a winner. And cornbread, I will. I, I used to like cornbread back in the day. You know, it's a nice you know, alternative. But I'm going biscuits, biscuits and gravy. That's what I'm going to have at Thanksgiving. Just got a murder. Got to go. Because of you. Because of you. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.